Back again, the shocker, Gregory Tyler here. Cam Jenkins here as well. You know what it is. Fresh off of dropping our all-time movie lists. Oh, man. And it, they, it was a journey. It, it was? was a, it was a journey, man. Uh, it turned into a lot bigger of a thing than we, we planned, but that's what happens. Yes, man. You know, it... I don't know, man. I just feel like, yeah, we, we put in about five hours of work, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know how long your guys' podcasts you guys usually listen to. Maybe an hour, maybe two. I don't know. But, like, this was in depth. Yeah. You know? Buckle up, bitches. Buckle up, motherfuckers, <laughs> okay? We are here to stay. We ain't going nowhere. And on this episode, though, we're going to switch your gears a little yeah. bit. Keeping it still near and dear to our hearts. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Very near and dear. Um... So if you guys aren't familiar, Greg and I are huge NBA basketball mm. fans, or just basketball fans in general. In general. Yeah, yeah, in general. But definitely the best of the best is where it's at, you know, because the NCAA soft. Yes. Okay. Anyway, and shout out Ben criminals. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Crack baby basketball. Shout out South Park. But yeah, man. Did you just, oh, did you just see, I have to bring this up, uh, Houston's senior guard. Got suspended his opening game senior year because he played in a church rec league game this summer. In the summer. He was balling for Jesus and they suspended him for opening night his senior year. Because the NCAA is a bunch of assholes. Wow. You know, I wish I was surprised at that. Yeah, I know exactly. It's like, oh, well... Shouldn't have had a life, dude. <laughs> Shouldn't be balling for Christ. Yeah. You know what? If you want to ball for Christ, Houston guard, I don't know what your I name is. I forget his name, too. I'm sorry, man. We'll, we'll, we'll have to look it up sometime. But uh, if you're balling for Christ, don't you ever feel bad. And opening night, your, your team probably blew him out by 30 anyway. But which is, I think that's that, that kind of does it, too. The NCAA is like, well, you're going to win okay. your first game anyway, so... Fuck you. It's like, but you know what? Nobody can discipline them for being assholes. No, yeah, that's why it's not fair. It's like Roger Goodell signing his own contract extension. It's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. We don't want you here. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, Jerry Jones is doing his thing to fuck that up. Yeah, he is, man. My boy. (laughs) That's your boy? (laughs) No, he's not, but because of this. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I I love it. Yeah, because I'm not a Goodell. Because no one has checked Goodell in years, and finally somebody's like, fuck this dude. Right, right. So, but anyways. But yeah, speaking of other. Uh, very big sports franchises, uh, you know, as basic as this sounds, and this sounds basic, let me tell you. Greg and I here are <laughs> Boston and L.A. Laker fans, okay? Yes. He, he's Celtics, I'm Lakers. Um, you know, can, can you tell the people why you're a Celtics fan? Okay. We grew up in Ohio, but why are you yes. a Celtics fan? So, I honestly, I don't have a good reason to be a Celtics fan. <laughs> uh, honestly, I just remember watching... I want to say I was in like third or fourth grade, and so I didn't have like a basketball team yet. My dad wasn't a huge basketball guy; he was a football guy. So I just remember watching, and the Celtics were just the first team that I saw on TV, or that I remembered seeing on TV. Well, that's a good enough reason. And so, yeah, I thought like, you were gonna be like, oh, you know, when KG won the and Ray mo- Allen. And I was no. like, God damn. <laughs> the Celtics got good, and I was like, yes, uh, no, they were, yeah, it was just the first team I watched. And okay. I'm, and Paul like, Pierce is your guy. Let's then. do it. Yeah, I love. The truth. What about so. Antoine Walker? Is that your guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Antoine Walker, man, that nigga went bankrupt as fuck. But yeah. you know what? He's out here being an example and and you know trying to help young players do better now because they don't want to do what he did. You know what I'm saying? Of just getting everybody your money. But anyway, but yeah, for me, you know, I'm a Lakers fan because you know when I was really young, um, 
me and my brother. My brother was a huge Shaq fan, mm-hmm. and I was a big Kobe fan. Now, my favorite player has, has shifted a lot. Well, you know, when I grew up, first it was Muggsy Bogues. Okay. Because I was a little guy. He's a little guy. I was like, man, go you. And then it switched to Penny Hardaway. Yeah. I was a huge Magic fan because Penny was that guy. I think every, like, kid liked Penny. Penny was the dude. I remember liking Penny. Penny was like, Penny was like Magic, but like, now, okay, obviously he's not Magic. He was our Magic. He was our Magic because he was flashy, but like at the same time he was a little grittier because he'd slam the, like, all over you. He'd try to embarrass you. Magic would like finesse you and just be like, yeah, bruh, what you gonna do? But Penny would just spin moves, dunk on you, and just, like, yell in your hey. face. Yeah, just like, oh, man, Penny was nasty, bro. But, yeah, so then it went from Penny, and then it kind of was like, oh, I was Penny for a while, and then it was Tracy McGrady. So I was a Magic fan for a while, actually. Yeah. Um, and I loved T-Mac because this dude was just getting buckets. I, I always loved the guys that could just drop a bunch of points on a shitty yeah. team. Because it's like, you know, you, you never know. You might just see That's 60. what those teams were for. Back yeah, then. yeah, man. 15 years ago, bro, like, the league was full of just one dude shows. Yeah. You know, one man circus. Well, that's that's a, a big thing now. That's why we see all these comebacks. I mean, because mm-hmm. Boston erasing an 18-point lead yesterday. But that that's just normal now. With yeah. every team being a three-point shooter, yeah. 15 points isn't a, really a lead anymore. No. That can disappear in yes, a minute, in a minute and a half. Because with threes, the longer the shot... Like, it, it, the harder it is to make, of course. Yeah. But, like, if you get hot, oh, my goodness. Doesn't anything matter. can happen. But also, yeah. when you're cold, bro, you could be sitting around like, why can't I hit a three? Why can't I hit a Because, like, you need to stop shooting threes for a minute. If you're cold, step on in. Yeah. Go to the fucking free throw Well, line. I mean, and now every team has six dudes that are shooting. Yeah, yeah. About a, five threes a game. De- yeah, yeah, and at a decent percentage. Mm-hmm. So... 15 points. Yeah, you shoot about 36% from three, and, you know, you're not shooting 10. If you're shooting four threes a game, you shoot 36, 37%. I can use you. Yeah. You know? Anything can use you. Yeah, I can use you, man, for sure. But And now, like, all these, you know, these big dudes. I was telling my friends this. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, to, oh, yeah, to get sure. back to my Lakers thing, uh, before I totally forget, because I will. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I love Trace McGrady, and then... Uh, T Mac, he just he he started making me mad and sad because he kept getting injured and he kept talking shit in the playoffs. And he's and, cursed. And he's cursed. He kept talking shit and then not backing it up. And I was like, I can't have my favorite player be a dude who talks shit and can't back it up. Yeah. So then I went to the guy in that generation who talked the most shit and backed it up the most, number and that's Kobe eight. Bryant. Yeah. And that's no, yeah, number eight, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Okay, we're not talking about Black Mamba. We're talking about just fucking yeah. Kobe. All right, dude dropping 35 a game on these niggas, okay? That's the guy that I loved. And I think he will always be my favorite player. Uh, my favorite current player is Kemba Walker. Is that yours, too? Uh, I would have to say yes, because I'm a, a Huskies fan. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. UConn, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Me and Greg were the only dudes that were talking about Kemba Walker in high school. We also yes. played on the same high school basketball team. And we were talking about Kemba Walker for a minute. Yes, that's my dude. Yes, I always I watched him in high school. I watched when he was playing Rucker League. But, him yeah. breaking off that dude from Pitt oh. for that game winner. That dude's neat. He probably can't walk to this day. Yeah. Okay, like that dude is probably in crutches today. That was so bad, but like the greatest shit ever. That whole run that they had, yeah. you know, for that tournament. I think there was a Big East tournament. Yeah, that they won. Yeah, that. Was, and then they won. Uh, they won the, the title that year. 
They did. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the worst championship games I ever watched. Was it life. was that Butler? Was that when they played? Yeah, they, they UConn Butler was a trash yeah. game. I'm not gonna lie. That was boring. And then what was the next one? Then there was UConn was in it again. UConn was in it again? I weren't they? I feel like I don't I don't know. Maybe I mean, not. I don't know, man. I have a hard time thinking that without Kemba they went back to the title the next year. I know they went back a couple of years later with Kevin Ollie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah, I'm talking okay, about. A okay. few a few years later on. I think on. the next year was Butler again. Or no, no, it was Butler before. It was Butler Duke, Butler Duke. and then it was Butler UConn I think. again. Yeah, but anyway, and they lost full yeah. the time. That was rough. Doesn't Gordon matter. Hayward, man. Yeah, tough <sighs> break. Speaking of Gordon Hayward, man, um, the Celtics, bro. I mean, they are absolutely going off right now. Yeah, best team or uh, best record in the league. Best record in the league. They're what eleven, and eleven, two? eleven games straight that they've eleven won. games straight. They started zero and two, and then they haven't lost. Impressive. Uh, yeah. You know who's loving life right now? Kyrie Irving. And you. Me. <laughs> and you, yeah. And all Boston fans around the globe. Um, Kyrie, bro. I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't think Kyrie is a dumbass. Because I do. I do think Kyrie is yeah. not a very smart person. However, he's articulate. And it's working out. But he so made a far. smart move. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. He made Is going to the finals great with LeBron? Of course it is. And But, but is being known for going to the finals with LeBron? Yeah. N- no. Not a great thing. I mean, you know, Kyrie hit the shot, okay? Kyrie hit the shot, but... Kyrie hit the shot, LeBron made the block. It's like... There's, it's you, know, you can't have one without the other. And it's like, it's a team thing, okay? So, so I would disagree with that, but... You would disagree with the I, team thing? No, I, I with that, but I think it's a LeBron thing, and Kyrie was there doing his thing. Because in this is what I always like to think about in ten years, like what are we really going to remember about that series, or how does it get written into history? And it's written in for LeBron, not for Kyrie. No, it is. It was because LeBron's legacy means a lot more than Kyrie's. Um, but LeBron's legacy means more than any player. Yeah. In the league right now, and so that's why I understand it. I I, I think it was dumb too. Like, why would you not want to just keep winning as a player? But he's getting his chance to... You know, and it was funny because very when the season first started, you know, we were talking about the Celtics and Kyrie. Kyrie not looking dominant. No. Because I expected Kyrie to come out and be like, all right, Gordon Hayward's out. I'm dropping 28 a game. Which... And I agree with that. I feel like I need more from Kyrie. Because right now, Kyrie's getting off easy. Like, he's getting to be that guy. They're without... winning with like, him scoring 19 yeah, and exactly. 5 and and He's getting to be that guy without actually being that guy. Yeah, it's just, it feels cheap. It does. But it's because it's Brad Stevens' team. And Brad Stevens is that dude. And see, that's the, that's the thing, man. Is that This is something that I always talk about. Is like... Who is the leader of the team? And sometimes it is the coach. Yeah. Now, there are on-court leaders, of course, even with, you know, big-time coaches like Popovich. Sure. Okay, but Popovich is the leader. Yeah, he's the head of that household. Yeah, he's like, if you go against Popovich, guess what? 99% of the time, you're wrong. Yeah. And when Brad Stevens... Same thing. I feel like he's less hot-headed. He kind of lets guys feel it out. And I think people really, really respect that. And you know, you like playing for a guy who's not going to be biting your chops or something petty every single time. Yeah. Yes. And now some players need that discipline, but Brad Stevens is like, look, man, we in the NBA, 
Okay, you've been playing ball your whole life. You know what you should be doing. You know, you know your skill set. I know your skill set. I'm gonna try to put you in the best position to utilize your skill set the most. And I think important to mention, also like Popovich, mm-hmm. Brad Stevens has built a culture around defense is fun. Like defense yes. is good. Yes. And so when you've got young guys, how rare is it for you to have you know one? One-year guys, two-year guys, three-year guys that love to play defense. Right, right. Very rare. Very rare. And when you've got guys like Jalen Brown, loves being a defensive guy. Yes. Marcus Smart, loves being a defensive guy. He does. He's learned. He's learned. He's lear- and he, yeah, that's a learned skill set for him. Because yeah. in college at Oklahoma, or Oklahoma State, yeah. yeah, he was not that guy. He was not that defensive guy. No, he was the guy getting buckets. Because yeah. they didn't have nobody that else was going to get buckets like he's going to no. get buckets. And now being in the NBA... He's realized I'm not going to be the guy that's going to get buckets. No. And he has changed who he is, which is very rare. In my opinion, Marcus Smart is top three backup point guard. Yeah. And, like, I don't think it's close. I, I think that's, like, he could be number one. Um, I don't know. I'd have to do some more thinking on that. Yeah, but, and look at the stats. And... But, but, I mean, I think with backup point guards, it's, it's more than it's more about an eye test than the stats. Yeah, okay. And, and he's known for being a leader on that team. People say if he's on the floor... Like, he's the guy directing the game. He hates to lose, and you can, you can yeah. tell. Dudes who play great defense, they hate to lose. You know why? Because it, to play defense, you have to care about every aspect of the game. Everyone likes scoring. It feels good to put the ball in the hole, bro. Mm-hmm. It feels great. But you know what also feels great? Swat a nigga. Yeah. Ripping the dude. Yeah, just taking it. Or, like, yeah. or playing good defense for 24 seconds and then have them get the shot clock violation. That's dope. But see, no one thinks that's dope. No. Okay, because everyone's running, gun, and just oh, let me pop up some some tray bombs, whatever. And it's like that's great. Not, but like, it, it, unless your coach is Mike D'Antoni, okay. <laughs> it, it, honestly, I wouldn't care. Like, I like I'm a I was always a more defensive minded person. Yeah. I mean, I love to score, okay. But I understood like I wasn't gonna get the ball. Scoring is fun, but no, nothing makes you feel better than just sending a dude's shit off the wall mm-hmm. or just stripping him. Open court. Especially when he's talking shit, man. Yeah, nothing feels better than that. Nothing yeah. shuts a guy up. You can score, tw- like, I mean, yeah, scoring 30 on a guy, that's that's big. That's but dope, yeah. Like, that's nothing shuts dope. a dude up, like, pinning him off the glass. Oh, or... man. Well, see, I can never get up that high to pin. I had to try to block dude's uh, jump shots, and that was always fun. Even then. Yeah, like, it's fun to just take someone's shot and then just push it all the way down to the like, ground and slam it off the ground. I mean, that was ignorant as hell, but I love doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just feel like... The Celtics just, they have the right culture. They have the mindset that you need to win games. They're on the come up, obviously. You know, and this is what we were talking about before. Uh, I, I do think they're a regular season team. They're going to be sure. dominant. Because you win a bunch of games by starting off early good, okay? Yeah. Are they going to have like a slump? Maybe. Probably. But it's going to be like a nine-game slump, maybe. Yeah. And like, other than that, they're going to be peachy, okay? We're talking like 58, 59 yeah. wins. And that's okay. another thing. When you can get young dudes to play, like there's a chip on their shoulder, yeah. when there's really not. Yeah. Like, these dudes are going out there playing like they need to prove that they're better than the other team. When they don't, they're better. They're, but they're yeah. out there playing like they need to prove it. Well, they're better because they're playing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, I agree with that for sure. And that's Brad Stevens. It is Brad Stevens. And and it's all I mean, it's a testament to the players as well. They gotta go out there and do it. Yeah. And but, I'll say it I'll say it again. I said it to you earlier. Yeah. I'll say it now on the yes, record. Yes. That Boston is going to be the team that dethrones Golden State. Mm. 
And I don't mean this year. I don't mean next year. Give it three or four years. When Golden State falls off, Boston is going to be the team that steps in and is going to be that next like league favorite team. Because whatever team LeBron is on at that time is still going to be... Yeah. The contending team, yeah, absolutely. But and because that's, I, th- I think LeBron's going to go to the Lakers. Okay. okay, and so I think this is what I want. Yeah, I want yeah, there yeah. to just be ten years of Lakers Celtics again. Okay, and <laughs> and I think it, I think it could happen. I don't, I don't think it's going to be what it was. Or I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, open the door for the glory days to fall back in front of us. But I do think that that the Lakers are going to be a. Con- uh, a contender in the West the same way that that Boston is in the East right now. Wow, in in four years? Oh, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe a little longer. Okay. But okay, but I mean, Brown's only got so much left. Now, I do think Brown's got about Brown's seven got, seven yeah. years left. Brown's got five years of very competitive play left. Oh, he's going to be competitive because until he dies. I, I agree with that. But I think we're going to see five more years of the LeBron we're used to, and then we're going to get two years of him walking out. Yeah. I, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like this is something that I've uh, <laughs> I've always kind of predicted or, or I want to see happen. I, I do believe LeBron James is going to average a triple double for a season, but it's not going to be as impressive as Westbrook's. Yeah, he's not going to be scoring thirty points. No, no, no. He's going to be scoring seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Twelve and twelve, 12 and twelve. Or so, yeah. Okay. I like I because that's a new challenge. LeBron James always looks for a new challenge, and when he's 39, 40... And he has probably has another championship under his name. Four four championships, four MVPs, possibly five. Who knows? But let's just say he doesn't win another MVP because people. Don't, I don't think he will. They, people people want to see the young guys. They don't. They don't want to give it to him. People are ready for the end of the LeBron era. Oh, people are so ready. Yeah. For whatever. Reason. I can't believe that he still has haters at this point. Oh, when you're the best, you're always gonna have haters. I, but it's a shame. It is a shame, but. You know, people just—I don't know. People love to hate in sports, and I'm not going to say that I don't. But when it comes to basketball, I'm a lot more like neutral with a lot of players, and I like to give credit to a lot of different players for what they do, yeah. um, for the various skill sets. But at, at the same time, I do feel like LeBron, when he gets really old, he's going to be like, "How can I challenge myself this year? We may not yeah. go to the finals, but how can I challenge myself this year?" And it's going to be, in my opinion, triple averaging double. a triple double. Because why the fuck not? Why not? Everyone says LeBron James is a walking triple-double, but it's not official until you do it. Every game. See, but that's the other thing that I could see him... Just playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Is LeBron... Mm-hmm. LeBron doesn't like to like do it for, oh, the people people said type of thing. So I could sure see... Sure he does. Okay, yeah, but I could see him being like, I don't need to prove that no, I... No, of course he could easily say that because yeah. he doesn't need to prove shit. But that's what I'm saying. It's more so of him challenging yeah. himself. I think that's yeah. what it is. Every year he gives himself a new challenge. And when he's old as fuck, and this is another you know speculation that I have about LeBron, is I think LeBron is not going to retire until his son gets into the league. Yeah, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we've talked about that. I mean, because that would be the biggest event in sports ever. LeBron versus Bronny. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that is the difference. Bron's a family man, okay? See, but is Braun gonna rather be on a team with his son or play? Well, that's not gonna happen because whoever gets the number one pick is not gonna be LeBron James's team. You think Bronny's gonna be a number one pick? Yes, I hope so. I think he will be number one pick. He's a freak already. He's a freak, and also he's smarter than other other kids his age because he's got LeBron. He's already five years ahead of everyone his age. Yes, 
And I understand because he's, like, he's 13 years old right now, right? 12 or 13. 12 or 13, yeah, yeah something like that. Um, right around there, yeah. Right at the age where he's going to be finding himself as a player. Once he gets, I'm telling you, his junior year of high school, watch his junior year of high school, see what the fuck happens. This dude is going to be spazzing. Do you think by the time he's ready to come to the NBA, do you think they're going to be done with the one and done shit? You think Possibly. guys are going to be it? Because, but the problem is, if it's if they're done with the one and done, it's going to be two years. And if okay. it's two years, because but you, so you don't think that everyone like guys come out of high school again? Nah, I don't think so. What I want, I think I this is what I hope happens is that yeah. Ronnie is good enough that 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 become or that at that time it becomes a talking point again i'm not going to say that i think Bronny's going to be lebron the guy that oh you know what we'll let guys come from high school again i don't think he's going to be that good but i because it's already a thing i mean with like yeah. we're talking about how thon maker kind of dodged the ncaa yeah, like definitely. people don't want to have to go play college Mm-mm. so i mean and it's only going to become a hotter topic so but yeah, anyways. that's true it is, it is it's already a super hot topic yeah. but I do that. They're they're planning on. I think Adam Silver really wants to make it two years, and mm-hmm. I like two years. Me but too. I, but I like the option. I like options. I want there for kids to be able to say, "Hey, I need to come out of high school, or I need to go for two years." Because that's a real yeah. decision. It One is. and done yeah. is not a fucking decision. No, it's that's just like a, I have to do this. Yeah, it's like you're not. You're hurting the NCAA. So why don't you give guys who are just not going to give a fuck about the NCAA are probably going to be shitty in school anyway yeah. and avoid the suspension? Because most guys are going to choose the two years. Eh, some I think a lot of niggas are going to be like, mm, fuck college at first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to get a lot of bums coming out. And then after a couple happens. years, guys are going to be like, but the dudes that come out the two years are going to be at, unreal. Yeah, they're going to be really, really good because they're going to be 20, 21 years old. When you look at you look at dudes like. Lonzo, and you look at guys like Markel Fultz, the one these one and done guys, and they're not ready. You got to give them a year. Jaylen Fultz Bra- definitely not ready. I don't even want. We'll talk about Fultz in a minute. Okay. I'm gonna go in on this dude just a little bit. Um, but it's like uh, they're not ready. But you look at Kyle Kuzma, three years in college, NBA ready. His body, he's ready. He's ready to bang around and take some contact and and. And create space and hit some shots. Like, Kyle Kuzma's not scared. Lonzo's looking scared. Yeah. Okay. Lonzo's looking like a joke is what Lonzo's looking like. So, let's get into Lonzo. Okay. Okay. Um, now, like I said, I'm a Lakers fan, so I know a lot of people are very low on Lonzo right now. And by the eye test, they should be. Because when I watch Lonzo, I'm not excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not... I don't watch him being like, man, he's got to be so nice. I have to, I have to tell myself that he's going to be nice. See, the way I see it is that Lonzo's going to be good, but not in the way that us and the media want him to be good. Well, definitely not because the media is going to overhype more. They're overhyping him like he's LeBron. Guys want him to be a Westbrook. Or a LeBron. They want to see him scoring 30 and, oh, he's a good passer. We want to see 12 assists. They're trying to build him into this player that he's not going to be. He's not going to be scoring 20 or 25 points a game and having 10 or 12 assists. If I had to compare him to a player who's active currently, uh, who I think he's going to mold his game after, not like he's looking at this player and watching him, but like probably his trajectory is looking like right now, it's Ricky Rubio to me. A bunch of hype, okay? A lot of hype. Ricky Rubio, mm-hmm. dude, Ricky Rubio was all over the news. 
He was all over ESPN all the motherfucking time. Like, oh, Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio. Okay, and first of all, Minnesota fucked up by drafting three point guards in the same fucking draft. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's like Ricky Rubio was a dude who was overhyped, who had great vision and wasn't a great shooter, and whose defense was sus, but he learned how to be a gap shooter. Okay. Yeah. And or really, I mean, he's he's a decent pick uh, pickpocketer as well, but like he can get steals. But just just like Steph Curry, just because Steph Curry led the league in steals does not mean he's a great defender. No. That just means he led the league in steals. Now, some dudes who lead the league in steals are, are great, great defenders. defenders yeah. Like a Chris Paul, when he was leading the league in steals, it's because he's ripping... He was he, picking dudes' pockets. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're trying to take a he jumper. He wasn't cleaning up scraps. Yeah, yeah, he was... Yes. You're trying to take a jumper, he rips you, goes down, waits for his teammate, and then you don't know if he's going to score or he's going to throw a lot. You don't know. Chris Paul, back in his New Orleans days... Yeah. I miss that. Because he was giving you like 22, five rebounds. I mean, him and Tyson Chandler were Lob City before Lob City existed. Yeah. Lob City is nothing without Chris Paul. Yeah. They're not Lob City. No. Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan are dunkers. Without Chris Paul, Lob City is just like, it's like a cheap remake. Yeah. No, look, I don't like giving Chris Paul too much credit because I think he's a punk ass dude. But at the same time, he's an incredible basketball player. Um, so it, it, I get it. But I also think he's hurting the Rockets right now. But and look how well they're playing without him. Wow. But we'll get into that. But later. didn't you like that trade when it happened? When it happened, I did like it. Because I told you from the beginning, I don't like this trade. You did. And I, at first, I liked it. Yeah. I, 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 it's not, I don't think it's going to work out the way they want it to. No. Still. You know, I, I have my own thing. <clears> they do not need Chris Paul. Like, Chris Paul is not going to take them to the next level that they want to be it's at. It's just a name. Chris Paul's game... Chris Paul's the type of dude who he's an ultimate competitor, you know, like he hates to lose, yada, 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 okay? Um, However, this man is, in my opinion, now, this is a claim here that he would be mad, okay, but like I think he's a very selfish player. Not because he doesn't, yeah, he does, he pass all the time. Yes, 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 okay, but when you're six foot, and you're not Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, this is why niggas need to quit discrediting Allen Iverson for not winning a championship. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Allen Iverson is averaging 33 on you, and he's he's the smallest player out there dropping 20. Okay? Get the fuck out of here. Allen Iverson is an anomaly. When you're six foot in the league, if you don't pass, you're probably not going to be shit. And I'm not saying Chris Paul doesn't have a gift for passing and vision, because of course, I mean, obviously yeah, he, he does. does. However, if the team is not all about Chris Paul, if you don't play in his style... He is anemic on the court. Yeah. And we are seeing that now is that the run and gun style is not Chris Paul. Chris Paul is like, bring the ball up, let me see what it's like. Sur- survey the court, yeah. and then watch me work. James Harden is like, let's fucking do the. Yeah, James Harden is like, go, 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 yeah. go, go, foul, foul, foul. Well, I don't care if somebody else scores. James Harden cannot be clutch. I don't know if. Against, did you watch a Cavs game yeah. versus the Rockets? You see how many times he bricked down down the stretch where yeah. the Cavs should have won because he missed so many goddamn times. He airballed. See, yeah, James Harden is clutch in the way that he will score forty points, but he's not going to come down and drill like that game winning shot. On he'll, him. Is that, that what you're? See, no, I'm saying he, I'm saying he's not clutch. I'm saying yeah. he's a great player. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he, he's not going to come down in the moment and be no. that. Yeah, James Harden. He's going to beat you over four quarters. His team is going sure. to beat you. And I think that's like he is a team player. See, I'm not a Harden fan at all. I, I love watching James Harden. 
His offense, of course. I mean, that's all he plays. Uh, yes, but he been blocking shots recently, man. I would shout out James Harden a little mm. bit because he's been blocking shots, man. Not yet. That's fine, <laughs> but it's still very early. Yeah. He's probably still on that on that you know offseason hangover. What I got, I got to do good, coach. I got yeah, to I'll do play good. some defense. Yeah, but you know, Mike D'Antoni don't give a shit. Yeah, just score. It's Mike and Tony. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, Mike D'Antoni don't care if he doesn't play D no. because guess what? That's not a strong suit. His strong suit. Is getting buckets and throwing alleys to Clint Capella. Who did I? Th- beginning of the season, I told you Clint Capella nice is going to be huge, Clint and Capella. he is. Clint Capella is a great player, man, and it's not because he's a flashy dude or anything like that. And shout out Travis Scott because uh, Travis Scott was up in uh, like, he was up taking picks in a Capella jersey. Okay. That's what's up, okay? You're not you're not just getting some basic James Harden and Chris Paul jersey. You got a Clint Capella jersey. You're committed. I mean, right? he's a great player. He's yes, so underrated. Yes, because you need him, and he's a type. Of, he's a type of dude because he buys in and he knows his skill set. He he always holds the ball high. He's a worker. He do, he's a worker. He runs yeah. the floor every time. You know how rare that is. Big dudes are like, look, man, y'all can run the break. I'll be here, especially now because bigger guys are shooting threes now. So they're like, all right, I'll be here. I'll be coming back. Like Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel Embiid. He runs the floor too. However, but it's more of like get up there, see what you can do, and then if it breaks down, I'm trailing. Dump that shit off. I'm trailing. Yeah. I'll shoot a three. Yeah, and, you know, I hate that. I hate that style of play. Hate I don't. It. I love Joel Embiid. I think he's I awesome. do too. But I, I don't like that style. But you know. But anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna take it back to Lonzo real quick. I'm not impressed with Lonzo. I don't know anyone who is. I, but I'm still hopeful for his yeah. potential. And that's the other he's thing ready that yet. I don't like is that people are already like, well. Lonzo's trash. It's like no. I mean, he got. I mean, he got put into a good situation. Yeah. What he got, you know, put into. That's the best case scenario for a rookie. Like picked up by one of the greatest organizations of all time. Yeah. That wants you to do well. Magic loves him. Magic is yeah mentoring yes. him. Yeah. And, and so Luke Walton is a good coach. A, a great coach. Yeah. He's gonna be. I mean, him and Brad Steve. That's what I'm saying. It's. You, it's you're, too good. You're really hoping. Luke I'm Walden really hoping. Stevens is, is the new Steve Kerr versus whoever. We can only hope. Versus Pavlovich. Because, obviously... I mean, those two dudes are going to be around for a long time, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And so a that's... Good, another good 15. And that's something for guys Easy. like us to be excited about. Oh, yeah. And man. so, I think that Lonzo... I mean, he's going to like grow into to this position. And he's going to be good, but he's never, ever going to be... He's not a leader. And I'll, I'll say this right now. If you watch Lakers games in depth, Lonzo Ball, be when the, w- w- he'll be in the game, they call a timeout, he's not in the huddle. Really? Not in the huddle, not even looking at the huddle. Lonzo makes me upset. And it's because he's, he's not buying in. And niggas who are professional athletes who, and this is what I was saying because a lot of people were high on him at UCLA. I was not. I didn't want him to draft Lonzo Ball, the Lakers. Um... Now, I didn't know who they uh, who I wanted them to get, but I just like, I don't want Lonzo. Because when I watched him at UCLA, he'd go get a bucket when he needed a bucket. But he j- is too concerned with looking cool and looking pretty on the court. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about winning. He doesn't want to win. He's playing ball because he's a ball player. 
yeah. not because he lives and breathes basketball. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying he has been playing since he was a kid, but I'm that's saying, all he knows. So he's doing what he knows. And it's easy to be a millionaire when you're really good at basketball, especially now because now the contracts are insane. But if Lavar Ball was not telling this man you need to be an NBA player, I think he'd be doing something else with his life. Honestly, yeah. uh, he doesn't give a shit to the point of Dwight Howard level. Dwight doesn't give a shit. Dwight doesn't give a shit. Never Dwight happens. cares about having fun. Dwight and, just wants to be Dwight. And, and, and Dwight wants to... The way Dwight wants to have fun is do something ignorant every Yeah, well, to months. them, to them, playing basketball is like going to work for us. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's he, not... He's sick of it. It's I, work. Yeah. And with all this extra media coverage... You know how annoying that is? When you didn't ask for any of this... Not when you're 19 years old. Stop it. Dude, I don't know, man. That's draining. When you're a kid, I understand attention is cool, but at the same time, that's gotta just be annoying as fuck, man. I don't want to be giving this dude a pity party because he needs to get his ass up and start giving a shit. See, this is his life. To me, I think that should go the other way. Okay. When it's when Magic Johnson is like, "You're our dude." The mm-hmm. media is like, "Hey, you're the Lakers, dude." Your dad is like, "You're the Lake." Everyone is like, "You are the dude." Why would you not want to be the dude? Well, it, what it makes you is it makes you the dude by default. To where you don't have to try, you don't have to work hard to become the dude. Being the dude, being the man on So the you dude, think so many people telling him to be the dude has made him to say fuck being the complacent. dude. Complacent. Yeah, because he's, it's like when you're a kid and you're just given everything you could yeah. ever want, you become a piece of shit. Okay? Every kid that I've ever grew up with who, who was given everything they ever wanted their entire childhood, they're pieces of shit, man. Okay. Because they don't appreciate anything. And so, I'm not saying he doesn't appreciate anything, but he grew up in a nice home, very well off. Yeah. And then he goes to UCLA, one of the most storied college basketball, you know, uh, programs ever. Ever, yeah. He goes to the most story, you know, one of the most storied basketball franchises ever. Everyone is just claiming him as dope. So it's almost worked out too perfect. Too perfect. He's so he never, needed to go just, somewhere and have to. He needed to go yes, work. Yes, yes. I, I think yes. I he think. needed to get picked by the Mavs and yes, he needed to get picked by the Mavs. He needed Mavs. to get picked by Atlanta or yeah. Okay. Yes, because I can see that. This is what I was saying. That's why I didn't want the Lakers to draft him. He needed to earn his place on the Lakers, not be given his place on the he, Lakers. He, every everything's yeah. been handed to him his whole life. It seems. So yeah, I don't know about his whole life. But at least his recent, from what we've seen, from what we, his recent yeah. basketball life, his his claims, his titles, his you know titles as in you know uh, what people say about you mm-hmm. um, has just been handed to him on a silver platter. It's like you're the dude. Don't worry, so you're the guy. It. Yeah, like no matter what, we're not going to trade you. We're not going to. We love yeah. you. We love you. No it's matter like, what you do, it's okay. He's being yeah. coddled. Okay, and when so, you become coddled, you are soft. He is soft as fuck. Okay, so then. Then what? What players out of this draft are looking better than him? And I specifically didn't use the word rookies for a reason because yeah, 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 there's yeah. Ben Simmons and then there's the rookies. Yeah, there's Ben Simmons and then there's so, everybody. We'll, and else. we'll talk about him later because yeah, he's the shit. He's actually yeah yeah he's dope. So I mean, who? What? What uh, guys out of this last draft class? Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz. He's yeah. impressing me. Okay. Donovan Mitchell does his motherfucking job. He's not scared. Yeah. There, there are dudes who are just not scared, and he's one of them. Uh, because he knows in Utah, you're not going to get any kind of pub or anything unless you just work hard. Yeah. And, you know, he started a couple times, and but, you know, he comes on that bench, and he just be firing. He'll, like, 
he'll fire threes or like he'll just go straight to the rim like without even question. And I think they they respect him for that. Okay. He comes into the game and he does his fucking thing, man. So who's going to be the out of this draft class? Who's going to be the like first big impact player for their for their franchise? And I don't just mean on this season. Jason Tatum. Do you think Tatum's going to be Jason Tatum is incredible. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like it's a little unfair for me to say that, but no, no but I mean that's what fact. I think. It's a He's... fact. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Jason Tatum's not that great of a shooter." This dude is looking comfy as hell. Outside. Yeah, was he shooting above fifty percent? Really? From three? I'm almost from positive. three? Yeah, I'll look it up. There's no way. There's He's... no way. Well, look, because he, he doesn't shoot as many threes as you think, but yeah, he probably shoots two and a half a game. But like, <sighs> that's insane. If you're shooting multiple threes and you're shooting fifty percent, I love it. I love it because you're just that's hyper. That's basically like shooting 100 percent to me. <laughs> Shit, if you shoot two threes a game and shoot 50 percent, thank you. You're great. Yeah. You know I appreciate that, but yeah, Jason Tatum, definitely because he just he knows his job. Dude, he's not scared either. Three point percentage. 50, he's right at 50 percent. How many does he shoot a game? Three. Three a game. Two point nine. Two point nine. See, that's what I'm saying, man. 50 percent. He's shooting 50 percent. From the field, too. Jason Tatum is a next-level player. Okay. He instant impact. On 30 minutes played, too. Wow, good. So great. he's... Yeah. So he could just just over that 29-minute starter uh, tip. And but, he's also shooting 82% from the line, which is notable. That's incredible. Are you kidding me? He's... If, yeah. you, shoot, if you shoot 78% from the free-throw line, thank you. Good on you. Yeah. You know what? It's like, you're not making me mad. Yeah. You're missing a couple. You're missing a couple, but guess what? You're not missing a whole bunch. You're just missing them every once in a while, and that's natural. However, if you're shooting sixty-seven percent, I got a problem. Yeah, I got a I got a big problem, honestly. But you know, seventy-five percent is like all right, three out of four. That's cool with me. But you know, we start shooting sixty-five, seventy. It's like, look, man, there's a mental thing here, yeah. especially when you're shooting seventy. If you can shoot seventy, you can shoot better. That's just how I feel. But anyway, unless you're just doing everything else, like Tim Duncan back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25, See, 12, two and a half blocks, 70% of the The line, Celtics cool. just have a lot of pieces that are fitting together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Bro. I mean, what? Yeah. Uh, Tice. I forget his first name, but... Uh, oh, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a rookie. He's, man... Defensive look. player of the year in Germany last year. I mean, is that saying much? Uh, how much D are they playing in Germany? I, I, I don't know. But. <laughs> I watched the German uh, national team, you know, uh, the past couple Olympics, and, uh, yeah, they're not playing much D. But it's okay, man. It's okay. They got Dirk, so, <laughs> for now. But, you know, it's like, yeah, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, I love Dennis Smith. I'm here. a big Dennis Smith. Now, yeah. he hasn't been as impactful as I thought he would be. I don't care. He's banging on everybody. So. Yeah, he's banging. Uh, but I think he will be really good. I yeah. mean, I think he's a smarter Steve Francis. He's going to inherit that team. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Once Dirk goes away, he's going to be like, we're going to love Dennis. Look, man, we got about five point guards on this roster, but they ain't shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, was it Devin Harris is older. And his whole thing was quickness. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not quick. You know, obviously he balled the fuck out of me. But it's like, when that goes away, you know, as you age, he's like 32, 33, something like that. It's over, bro. Yeah. You're not going to be good. J.J. Barea, quickness, 
he's a very crafty, smart player. But like he's getting older. Um, Seth Curry is there. I think he's injured, so I haven't seen. I yeah, haven't seen any of him this year. Either. Um, Yogi Ferrell is there as well, mm. but he's a shooter. He's yeah. not a point guard. He's more of a two. He's a he's an undersized two, which a is prop, which yeah. is bad. But Skill like, set of a two, but he's he was just born at the wrong height. spot. Yeah, yeah. If Yogi Ferrell was six five, this dude would be eating. I swear to God. Okay. He's not. Yeah, but he's yeah, but he's not. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, if I was six five, who knows? He's the one that fought his way up undrafted, right? They mm-hmm. was he undrafted? He might have been. I'm pretty sure they signed him to a ten day, yeah, they did, and, and then, then he just he started expl- eating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they beat somebody really good because he just his first you know, his second game he dropped like thirty. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, like I was watching. Who? It was on ESPN. It was a late game, mm-hmm. and I was like. Yogi Ferrell is eating. I turned the channel, and then it was them. And Yogi Ferrell had already had like 12 points in the first half. And they're just like, oh, of course, if he's doing that, that's all they're talking about no. that game, obviously. And that was that was funny, man, because he was going off. But, you know, good for him. But they got a bunch of point guards, but Dennis Smith Jr. is about to be that dude. Wait, so how do you feel about De'Aaron Fox? I like De'Aaron Fox. I thought, you know, when the, on draft day, I picked him to be rookie of the year. But then I forgot about Ben Simmons. Yeah. And then I picked Dennis Smith Jr. because I thought he was going to be playing all the minutes, but then I forgot how many point guards they have. And then I was like, wow, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a transcendent talent. Ben Simmons is going to be around for a long time. Ben Simmons is that guy. Look at at Blake Griffin, okay? Obviously, Blake Griffin's been hurt multiple times, but like... Blake did the same thing. Blake Griffin got hurt. Didn't play his first didn't year. Didn't play his first year. Came back and started, and what, like 22 and 11? And this is another perfect example of why, like, the longer you wait, the more developed you get, the better you will be. He's practicing against real men. Yes, he's in there balling, yeah, against grown-ass men. <laughs> yeah. So he gets to, like, look shitty yeah. in practice. Yeah. He doesn't have to go out and play and get embarrassed by the other team. He gets embarrassed every day in practice. Lonzo he... getting embarrassed. Exactly. Yeah. And Ben Simmons got to get all that shit out and yeah. be like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to get better. When you're 6'10 and you got handles and you got vision, it's hard to say you're not going to be dope, period. But like, he would have had a larger learning curve. I mean, he's definitely going above and beyond. He's Ben Simmons is that Exceeded guy. expectations. Oh my god, Ben Simmons is... Shout out Ben Simmons. Rookie of fuck the year. Double no contest. NCAA. He's got a triple-double the other night, too. Like, again? Again, yeah. Let's go. He's ben Simmons is going to be a triple-double maniac. God. Yeah. Okay. He's never going to score a lot, which is good. He can, though. But he's been... Bro, he takes one and a half steps, and he goes right to the lane, yeah. and he be slamming. I li- look, he's got to develop a shot. He has to develop a jumper. Yeah, but... Has to. He can do a jumper. He's never going to be a three-point shooter. That's fine. But see, I like when he rolls to the lane across the free throw line and a little fatal like fall away shot. I like his little fall away from the free throw. But line. even that, it, it's not what he's not shooting that at a high percentage. That I mean, that's the scouting report on him is that he cannot shoot. Well, his shooting mechanics are all fucked. Yeah, he can't shoot. But guess what? He does literally everything else. I'm okay. See, I'm not. He needs to be able to have because you'll see it. He'll turn down shots because he turns down shots because he knows he's got shooters. He's got. JJ fucking Reddick. Bob Covington. Covington is lighting it up. Bob Covington. You're my dude. He's the X Factor on that team. I'm sure no one calls you Bob, okay? So, like, obviously you might be mad about that. I've been calling this man Bob for a minute. That's fine. Shout out my dude. When he plays well, they win. 
Yes, this dude be bombing trays and getting zero shits. Yeah. I love it. Bob, you are a hard-working player, and I fuck with you, man. And you know what? You are in my top five favorite players, Bob Covington. Swear to God, all right? I fuck with Bob. Heavy. I like it. You know why? Because I was playing with Bob on 2K. Sure. And I was eating with him. There are certain players I do well with on 2K that are not that great, but like they're good, but they're not great. Yeah. Bob Covington, Gary Harris, for some reason, I do well with on 2K. Gary Harris is a baller. I like Gary Harris a lot, actually. Um, underrated. I mean, he's young, but like. Yeah. People, uh, what people, is he, four years out? Three, four, something like that. Yeah, he's still young. He's yeah. still very young. I don't know how many years he spent in college, but. Uh, yeah, man. I, I fuck with Gary Harris. They just signed him to a big deal, too. Big deal. Yeah, good for him, man. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I think a lot of the rookies now are – this is a great class. Uh, yeah, I like this class. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I Malik like Monk, too. another just Malik. scorer. I forgot about Malik Monk. He's, Malik Monk is going in. He's not scared either. Yeah. Or, and uh, my dude, uh, Bam. Adebayo? Yeah. I. He, on draft night, he was my – Prediction for I, I wouldn't say rookie of the year because I but like a standout. But I, like I thought he was going to be the best player out of this class. Wow. Okay. He doesn't. I don't feel like he has enough skills. I and I, that's I agree with that. Uh, after watching him a couple times, he's very raw. Yeah. Very raw. But I, he's gonna turn into I dunk, I block, I rebound. And, but, yeah, and that's cool. But though. he's gonna fall into that category, and he's gonna be great at it. You can look look at Tyson Chandler's career. You could be a huge factor yeah. if you do that type of shit. Look, Bam, this dude is huge, jacked. Okay, you can't just fucking push him around. All There's right? a place for him. That's that's Absolutely. the way to put it. Is that there will always be a place for him. Hyper athlete. This dude yeah. is out here. Shout out Bam. You're doing well, bro. Yeah. The Heat are just average. It's fine. Yeah. But you know, um, I mean, yeah, they wasted a lot of money on Dragic. Uh, Dragic underrated. You think? See, I'm the. I, Maybe maybe you're around people who hype Dragic up too much, and if you get okay, yeah, if you get hyped on Dragic, he's not like that impressive. As far they're as trying like, to build a team around Dragic, you, and no, you, you can't, can't build that. a team around Dragic. And they, they paid him like they were going to build a team because that's him. called loyalty. You have yeah, to be fuck loyalty. loyalty. <laughs> this is like this is a business. It no, it is, but at the same time, Dragic has given the Heat great years, and where no one else that they could pick up would play better than Dragic. Yeah, and it, look, man, Drogic this summer, Drogic's a balling, Euro League MVP. Not Euro League, but the there's like a Euro tournament or whatever yeah. MVP. He went the fuck off. Okay, now you didn't do it for me. That's Never fine. Was. I fucked with Drogic. You, you can't though. Like I fucked with Drogic, man. <laughs> I fucked with Drogic. Man. We fuck with too many players that like we shouldn't fuck with. I mean, who says should, man? <laughs> fuck it, man. I, I like Drogic because he's also not scared. Foreign dudes are not scared. That's what I like about foreign guys. I, yeah, we talked about that the other day. Yeah, yes. that they just come in. They don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. They're throwing bows. They're getting <laughs> gritty. They don't give a fuck who you are. They don't give a fuck about your signature shoe yeah, or yeah, your no, Foot Locker don't. commercial. They don't. They don't give a fuck. They don't. And that's why I love Porzingis. His interview the other night when he just, I forget exactly what he said, but he just one-worded her off. And mm. it was just like, I'm going to keep balling. Yeah. Was she trying to hate on him? No, she was like she was just trying to like put him up as being like. She asked him something, overhyping him a little bit. Yeah. He was like, Calm and down. she was just like, are you, like tell me what you're gonna do to keep winning or some shit." He was just like, "Yes, 
Like, <laughs> Let's go. Basically, he was just like, we're going to keep doing it. And he just, yeah. we should look it up later, though. But he just. Shout out Christoph Porzingis yeah. because the Knicks last eight games, I think they're six and two or six or, or seven games, six and one, something like that. I don't know who they played last. The last time I saw them, they played the Hornets. But um, Porzingis, bro, this is what I was telling my brother this. Um, this is the year that when you, you know, me and him will always go to basketballreference.com and always look at people's stats and shit. Like, you know, you go down someone's career and you're just like, oh shit. Like, you just see a season that just stands out from the rest, especially at first. This is that season where he's going to jump from like 16 and it's going to be like 24, 25 okay. a game. You know what I'm saying? Where it like, it's like, damn. Yeah, like that was. This is his coming out party. Yeah. Mello need. I, I was saying this last year. I was like, man, get Mello the fuck out of there because Porzingis Let this start man eat. eat. Yeah. Poor Zine God is that dude. Unstoppable. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be able to keep it up. For the, the, for the whole season? No. So, because he's going to, look. He's going to wear out. He's getting, I, don't I, think, I think the Knicks mm, will wear out. Yeah. He won't wear out. Mentally, he, that's going to wear on him. Because they're, they're not going they're not, they're not to I think you're good. underestimating the assassin mentality of Porzingis. Maybe. We'll see. Because he's still young, but he has that Kobe mentality. I'm serious. I know that's a big, that's a big claim. Kobe is a very untouchable name, but it's like Kristaps, bro. He has an edge. He has an advantage over people anyway because he's seven two. Yeah. So like he doesn't have to care as much. As I mean, he he's does. the new and improved Dirk. He is a new and improved Dirk. He's he's the Dirk with extra swag. I mean, he's been training with Dirk. Yes. So Dirk fucks with him. That's be- they're the same dude. They're literally the same dude. <laughs> They're the same dude, except Chris Ops is going to slam on you and, like, yell in your face. Dirk might slam on you. But wave. I'm talking, like, 2001, yeah. he might slam on you. But, like, if you get slammed on by Dirk, it's it's always slightly embarrassing yeah. if you're a bigger player. If you're a small guy, you can't stop it. But, like, Chris Ops, when Chris Ops slams on you, it's, it's like, he's, it's mean. It's disrespectful. He slams on you with swag, and it's different. Yeah. Kristaps will try to sauce you at the top of the keys, take a step back, and he's like 30 feet away and shoot a three. Whatever. Because you yeah. know why? That's a free throw for him. He's 7'2". He's 7'2". Yeah, he's a giant. I don't know what 7'2 is like, but I'm sure that view is very comfy on a basketball court. Yeah, when, it's when you're eye level. You're dropping a, a pebble in the ocean Okay, yeah. when you're 7'2". This is poor Zingod. He is out here. He's making scrubs look like they're not scrubs? That's a, the, that is... The effect of a great player. Yeah. Porzingis, and he is not afraid to block shots. He's not afraid to get in there and get dirty. He blocked the shit out of Lance Stevenson this week. Man, Lance Stevenson, do better. You know why? Because you should be playing better, man. He's got some skills. No, fuck, no he doesn't. Lance Stevenson is he's garbage. A, he's a Lance Steven is caught up in his own head and because of that he is never going to be anything. Yeah, and he's already reached his pinnacle. but it's, He it's, passed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once he left... Uh, Indiana the first time mm-hmm. was him saying what are you going to the Hornets after that? Somewhere. He got paid and then was but, Yeah, paid by an ass team. Sick. You're getting paid to be bottom three? Okay. <laughs> yeah, good for you, dude. He wanted that And look thing. at you. Look where he is now. Right back there. Watch, I used to watch Lance Stevenson in high school, man, when he was playing on the Rucker League because he's from New York. Yeah. And he used to sauce niggas and I was like, man, this dude's about to be nice. And he's not. I mean, you no. know, he's a he's a pickup player. That's the problem. In the NBA, you can, if you're a pickup player, you're only going to be so good. 
Unless I mean Jamal Crawford. Is Jamal tired. Crawford is the yeah the, the definition of a pickup. Yeah, yeah. Ball, up here yeah. he runs that out of Seattle. That's where yeah, his league absolutely, is. Absolutely, absolutely. It was a pro am. Pro am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Jamal. Give me the ball, Crawford. Man, he's a dude. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, man, fucks Lance Stevenson. But I wanted to go back to Markel Fultz real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm damaged on him for a little bit. Markel Fultz, you should have stayed in college, my nigga. Coming straight from the home of Washington State or uh, Washington UW in Seattle. Yeah. Fuck him. Should have stayed. I agree. You know what I have a problem with is a dude who claims to be a scorer but shoots sixty percent from the free throw line. Yeah, you're not. A you scorer. ain't no scorer to me. That's three points, and you're not going to get. You those. ain't no scorer. He's over here yeah. looking like twenty eleven Blake Griffin from the free throw line. Yeah. You see his his shooting mechanic from the free throw line? Terrible. It's like he doesn't know what he's doing. It looks like his arms have a mind of their own. Yeah. It's like he stops and he starts and he stops and then he shoots. Free points. Free points. You're a scorer, but you don't want free points. He shot 65 in college. It's like, dude. Which is a joke. Yeah, and he, but he still led the NCAA in scoring. Doesn't matter. That's because he wasn't getting. He wasn't shooting. He went to the rack on niggas. Went to the rack. All right. Now he's he's got a little you know uh, pivot spin fade away on on dudes. Markel Fultz has the mentality to score, but in the NBA, he's too herky-jerky, bro. This dude is just, like, he just flopping. He doesn't fit into the sets that you need from an NBA he, guard. No, you need to bring him off the bench. Yeah. He is a... J.R. Smith. No, he's a Lou Williams. Lou, okay, yeah. He, but Lou Williams... Lou Williams has a dog in him. I don't think Markel Fultz has that dog in him. I think slightly because you know he's not afraid to get like get down low and like tip balls in and like box people out and like kind of like sneak in and kind of steal from people when they're not looking. Yeah. I like that about his game. However, um, his shooting mechanic is just out of whack completely, and it's like, dude, you are you gonna be a hustler or are you were a scorer, my nigga? Like you were a number one pick. And it seems like he's a little entitled to like being, oh yeah, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm number one pick. I, I, to me, he feels like a classic going. case of this isn't how you said it was gonna be. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 Where it's yeah. like you guys told me I was gonna come here and be that guy. Like this, I was gonna break out. First, man, Joel Embiid there, so he ain't that guy. Okay, but he was Ben Simmons. Okay, stop it. Pre-draft night, it was talked about like he was that guy. Ben Simmons hadn't done shit. It was hit the year. There was when you're not in the media for a year, they don't care. You're not talked about. Ben Simmons. They weren't talking about Ben Simmons yeah, when they were the talking. Yeah, because the media And that's fine, but that's yeah. that's how it happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. There wasn't nobody gave a shit about Ben Simmons on draft night. They should have. They, yeah, <laughs> hindsight, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. No, but Ben Simmons, period. If you weren't looking out for Ben Simmons, you weren't paying attention. Even no, even when he was, he, I, I think Ben Simmons is exceeding expectations by a lot. Yeah. And so when Marco yeah. Fultz was picked, it was. But when Ben Simmons was picked, we all expected him to be going off. It's yeah, just, and then, but then he, but then he exactly, and so he was forgotten. Yeah. So on draft night, it was Embiid and Fultz. Yeah. That's what it was. And then, yeah, Ben Simmons will fit into that if it happens. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, what they, were, that's what they were telling him. It's like, oh, this is your Ben Simmons was hurt. We got Joel Embiid, limited minutes. Well, they got to hedge their bets. Yeah. All they do is got injury promo motherfuckers, but he's one of them. Okay, yeah, okay, but that's what I'm saying. You're doing exactly what they were doing and setting the stage perfectly for him. They're telling you, yeah, look, Ben Simmons, injury prone. Joel Embiid, limited minutes. Injury Somebody's got to be yeah. the dude... 
then when they're not on the floor, Markel Fultz injury problem. But, but we didn't. He wasn't until like, and yeah. so that's what I'm saying. They told him he was supposed to get Lonzo Ball's situation, but he didn't. That was the point. Is that you're you're like yeah, we think you're going to be the better choice than Lonzo. We're building this great situation for you here. This is going to be sick. And then it didn't happen that way. Oh. Ben Simmons turns out to be a god. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, Embiid is doing what he does. Mm-hmm. JJ Reddit, you don't need Fultz. No. You, they lied to him. Yeah, they did. And so that's what I think we're seeing with him as, like, where do I fit in here? That's a good he point. He doesn't. I also will say they're not going to pick Lonzo because Lonzo said, like, basically Lonzo was giving off the impression that if he didn't play for the Lakers. He wasn't going to play. I mean, yeah, he refused to work out with the Celtics. So bitch ass nigga, man. When we, I mean, when I'm sorry, you're you're telling me you don't want to potentially go to this. I don't care. Like, if you're a fan of a team and you're a basketball player, like, fuck out of here. You need to go where you can make the best of a situation. And yeah, team with the number one pick is like, hey, you want to come work out? No, it's like, don't be a dick. The least you could do, go fucking work out. Get a free trip to Boston. They're Get some sh- shots. You need some shots up. You know yeah. why? Because your jumper's busted. Yeah, maybe Brad Stevens can give you some shooting tips. Like, or some life tips. You like, know, hey, you're gonna like why would dad to shut up? Why wouldn't time? you do that? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. But he's full of shit because all he's been given is just praise. When yeah. all you do, when it, all when you're surrounded by a bunch of yes men, which the the media just tells you, yes, you're good. Yes, you're good. And then you know now people are saying, oh. He's, well, what's going on with Lonzo? It's, they're not shitting on him. They're just reporting yeah. what's happening. And see, I will give him this. Yeah. That he is great with the media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That he's able to go in. If that was my dad, mm-hmm. stop it. Yeah, it, that'd be a problem. Different time. But he's able to just go into interviews and just be like, ah, you know, like my dad's, he's going to be him. And like, I'm just trying to put, like, I yeah. respect that. See, yeah, And he, no, he to me, that. I've been saying this, Carol and I talk about it a lot because Carol, she's very interested in how how guys handle the media. She loves watching that. And she always talks about how LeBron is very cool with the media. LeBron... Oh, LeBron is that. Yeah, LeBron's perfect with the media. But not even just because he's LeBron. Like, he is actually good with the media. He handles himself well. And she even noted, we were watching Alonzo interview, and she was like, he reminds me of LeBron in the way that he handles the media. Like, he's just very... Like, he's not going to shit on anybody. He's not going to come in and be like, well, like, if fucking Kyle did his part or, like, you know, fucking if Coach Luke were, you know, more exp- – he doesn't do that. No, yeah. He handles it very well, and I will absolutely praise him for that. You know, speaking of LeBron, let, let, let's switch this up a little bit. Um, the Cavs, bro. Yeah. What, what, now, why do you think – do you think the Cavs' struggles are just, you know, run-of-the-mill, here we go again? Or do you think it's a real problem? I think if they don't figure it out soon, it's going to be a real problem. Okay. Because I think it's a case of a lot of dudes that were used to being that guy mm-hmm. for yes. a team are all coming together. And now there's this kind of awkward sense of, like, wait, like, I came here to not be the guy. Right. Like, I came here to support the guy. You're not the guy? I'm not the guy. I thought you were the guy. And so (laughs) there's a lot of this like, wait, no, LeBron's the guy. And so I think, I think, I mean, they'll work it out. They'll work it out. Because whether or not they come in as the eight seed or the one seed, we're going to be watching them conference finals, final. Like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So it's not a problem, but it's a problem. Like I said earlier, if it wasn't a problem, they would be winning. Yeah. But they're not. So it's a problem. 
It's it's a right now problem. Yeah, it's not. To Ask me, me again in three months. February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. going to be a problem. <laughs> yes. Um, I I do think that you know of course the media over overblows how big of a deal it is, but also it's seven new players, all of which who don't necessarily fit in perfectly. So that's going to take even longer. If they win fifty games, consider this season great. Yeah. And I'm not saying, ah, you know, maybe we'll say that cat's going to be number one seed, and they might not be. They don't need to be. They don't need to be. They could be a three seed. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Well, and this is also, this is what, for me, this, LeBron is the perfect example, like, if you play video games. Yes. Like, like and you're used to getting, I'll use, like, Call of Duty Zombies okay. as an oh, example. Oh, yeah. All right. Have you played the new one? I have not. Zombies actually pretty lit on the new one, I'll say that's that. That's what I've heard. Yeah. But, so with zombies, if you're used to making it 30 rounds, the first 10 rounds, you're always just trying to rush through. Yeah. And just get it done. And sometimes you fuck up and you'll die early. And you're like, God. God, here we go. Because you're just always trying to get to the higher rounds. Mm-hmm. LeBron is playing for the finals. The regular season to him is a formality. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He just has to get through the regular season. He just said it. He said, I'm in championship mode. I've been in this for a long time now. Y'all know that. Yeah. That's what he said. Seven straight? Exactly. Like, come on. He's in championship mode. So the regular season, it's just something he has to get through until he has to actually play. Right. So I think, I, if you're worried about the Cavs, stop. Yeah. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And could they turn it on? If whenever they figure it out, it's gonna be scary, and yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't think there's ever gonna be a point where all of these guys are clicking together. I think there's always gonna be a little bit of awkwardness, really? but I a little bit. Okay. But I think they're gonna get it to a point where it's efficient enough that the awkwardness doesn't matter. Okay, it's gonna matter in the finals, but they're losing anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. It, this is something me and my brother have been talking for a minute about: is that the only way the Cavs have a chance. Because with this squad, they don't have a chance to win the finals. No. It, it's like looking like five at best. If they don't trade Tristan Thompson yes. and Iman Shumpert and two picks for DeMarcus for, Cousins. Yes, for Boogie. Yes. If they don't do it, it's, it's, let's it's, just chalk this up as another because, Warriors championship. Because yes. what this should have been, as I mean, as fucked up as it is, and if you're a fan of basketball, what I'm about to say is heresy. Yeah. But, like, you need to use who you are and who you have to bring guys in yeah. to trade to yeah. get other guys. <laughs> yeah. You, it's a sick business. It's fucked up. Yeah. But you need to use LeBron in yeah. seven straight finals mm-hmm. to lure free agents to you that you can trade off yeah. to pick up the pieces you need. They need a real big man. Tristan Thompson is a bum. Tristan Thompson Ooh. is busy filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He's busy having a baby with one of the most cancerous women on the planet. He was an Iron Man, and now he's out for a month. Something's wrong. Think his life, he's become, he's giving in. He's, he's lost in the sauce. He, exactly. Yes. He's just, yeah. He doesn't know where his place is anymore. <laughs> There's too much going on. Get him the fuck out. Yeah, it's fucked up. And But see, no one wants his ass because they paid him. Big time. And who forced them to pay him? Yeah. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron fucks with him. But he shouldn't. I mean, I get it. That's his boy. I mean, they've yeah, been yeah, there. Yeah, they're, they're homies on and off the court. But it, he's not the piece you need because he's not. they don't need that hustle guy to grab boards anymore. You have 
LeBron's grabbing boards. You have guys to do. Kevin Love's grabbing boards. You don't need just. D, D Rose be going after boards. So does D Wade will grab D some Wade grabs boards, blocking shots. You don't need a big guy who's like niche for your team is grabbing boards. Who's your his niche is just tipping shit in. He's grabbing boards and cleaning up. And when you have those guys, cleaning up isn't a priority. Yeah. It's like that's fine. We'll get another possession. It's just getting possessions. Uh, you know what? This is obviously never gonna happen. But this is if I was Teron Lue, let's say I was the coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. And he's a bad coach. He's not. He's just some guy. He's just exactly. He's holding. <laughs> he's just a place filler. He is, man. And it's like I'm not saying like he's shitty, but he says one thing in the media, and then they don't play like that, which means he's not in control of his team. No. But here's what I He's just do. saying what like he needs to say as a coach, but he cannot implement that no. to the team and to the floor. But here's what I would do. I would start LeBron James at center every game. Sure. You know why? It's because center no longer exists. It's yeah. it's it's whoever is going to be most effective at that position, and I think LeBron James on this team, on the Cavaliers, LeBron at five, Kevin Love at four. You cannot have Kevin Love at the five. He's not. He cannot. It, there's a. I always say this about Kevin Love, and maybe people are talking. You're tired of me saying this, but like there's a there are some players who refuse to play defense, like a Carmelo, like yeah. a James Harden, and then there are players who cannot play defense, like Kevin Love. Like Kevin Love. He wants to. He. But he can't. I'm sure he does want to, but in his he skill can't. set, it just does not compute. Kevin Love cannot protect the rim. Clearly, Kevin Love can't even protect himself from anyone scoring on him. Okay. Nah. And so, and, and uh, but anyway, Kevin Love at the four, Jay Crowder at the three, Jr. at the two, and D Rose at the one until Isaiah until Thomas comes out. back. Yeah. But even then, I would start D Rose until Isaiah Thomas proves that he's yeah that actually dude gonna do what. But he if you're do just now. gonna be some guy that's gonna like be there, be there because because statistically, Isaiah Thomas is the worst defender in the league because he's so small. Yeah. It's not his fault. No. But on this team, he's not dropping 30. Like, on Boston, if you drop 30 and you're the worst defensive player... It's fine. I can deal with it. Yeah. But if you're dropping 20 and you're the worst defensive player, I'm bringing you off the bench. Yeah. To score 16. Okay? Or or 13. Whatever. Yeah. You and D-Wade can handle it off the bench. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Period. Because that's perfect. If that's your second squad, yes. stop it. Exactly. And they're not. They're not. This is they're not they're, doing it right. This is why they're going back to the finals. Is because yeah. they got depth. Jeff Green playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. He's stepping up. Great off the bench. Yeah. How are you going to have guys like Jeff Green and Jay Crowder that are forgotten on your roster? Like Jay Crowder deserves to be in the starting lineup. They're fucking up. But you know what I'm saying? Like when those when like when Jay Crowder and Jeff Green. Are bubble guys for you. Easy starters. On any other team. And easy starters. On the Warriors, I swear to God. Jeff Green starts for the Warriors. Oh, uh, uh, Draymond Jay, is kind of... It's, yeah. Jay Crowder Jay, could start. Yeah. If you could just start Draymond at the five, yeah. which you wouldn't. No. No one would. But you could. You could. And you could win games in this league. Draymond, Dray, Jay Crowder, Durant, Clay, and Steph is disgusting. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a dirty lineup because yeah. Jay Crowder plays both ends of the floor. He hits threes. He's he's your tough guy. Him and Draymond will be the most annoying duo ever. Ever. Jay Crowder <laughs> going to the Cavs hurts Jay Crowder's career so much, and I hate that. I know you hate it because you wish he was on Boston. I so bad. He's yeah, or on any other team where he's actually. Well, he getting... just deserves to be starting. Yeah, I'm Tristan. Okay, I don't care what he's doing. 
off the bench, nigga. Yeah. Make him earn it. Make him earn it. Not even earn it. Sorry, bro. You already fucked you up. You lost it. Yeah, in the okay. finals, you were nothing. So guess what? At You're all. off the bench. And that's his MO. He doesn't show up in the playoffs in the finals. And so, like, they put Kevin Love at center because Bronze is like, I'm not center. I'm not center. Yeah. Nigga, you center, nigga. You're going to play where we fucking You're jumping play. the tip because you're going to... Kevin Love, no... Do you realize Kevin Love doesn't even jump at the tip? He just... No, he doesn't jump. He, he just... just he just stares at it. LeBron, get the damn tip. Try. Try. Yeah, at get least... The, no, LeBron's getting the tip. Yeah. Okay? He's getting the goddamn tip. Unless he's going against Hassan Whiteside, DeAndre Jordan, those niggas. Yeah. You're not getting the tip. Period. That's fine. That's because you're never getting it with Kevin. LeBron. Yeah. If you go against Hassan Whiteside and DeAndre Jordan and those type of dudes, don't jump. You don't have to jump every tip. Every, but when you can win it, every other it. dude, you need to be jumping the tip. Kevin Love has no hops, and you're you're making him do the tip. LeBron, quit being. Stubborn. Do you think that's Bron or do you think that's Tyrone? Because I think that's coming from the coaching end. I think LeBron would go out there and be like, "I'll jump." LeBron would, but he's not going to do it unless the coach unless is the, like exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. I think that's on. Yeah, the Toronto needs to be like, "Look, Bron, you're jumping." And like, it's a jump, nigga. Just because that's to me, all you I love jumping. Like, I, and I feel like that is consistent with the the Cavs struggles this year. Is that there's a lot of things where it's like ah, like. Who you know what? Forget the tip. It's fine. Like we we have LeBron. Where it's like why not? Why not go after those extra little things? Why not be like, hey, like let's get like let's fucking get the tip. Let's, let's fucking start this game six zero. Let's write the petition right now. LeBron James to be playing seven. Oh fuck yeah. Well, we need some signatures, people. LeBron James needs to be playing center because center doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be the tallest, biggest. No. Who is more of a physical force than LeBron James? No. There's very few you could name on one hand if yeah. you could even name because one. Because to me right now, having a good three is so important now. Jay Crowder? You already got one. I know, but you, no, no, no. I agree with you. I'm not yeah, talking about yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And LeBron, like, the three position is so coveted now. If you can have oh, a yeah. six, eight it's, dude it's that's a guard, yeah. like, get the fuck out. That is, that's what everyone wants. You want a six, eight guy... That's big, but can handle the ball. Right. And LeBron likes being that dude. He doesn't want to be like the center that... You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't, see, it doesn't LeBron, fit the I'm mold. not saying you need to be down in the post, Bron. That no, doesn't mean yeah. shit. That just means you're jumping the tip and you guard the center. Period. And when on offense, you have the ball. So you're a point center. Yeah. Okay? No. Guess what? No one's doing that. No. Because no He did one start can. a point guard the other day. He did. And he started a center the other day, yeah. too. So it's like, Teron Lou, I wish I could send this to you directly in a DM because I need you to start LeBron at fucking center. Because it's just a position. At the end of the day, it's just a spot. And now with the all-star game and everything, those don't matter anymore. No. And especially with dudes, everybody's hitting threes, everybody's shooting threes, everybody's just not giving a shit. So, like, why do you give a shit, Teron Lou? You know what you need to give a shit about is winning because you don't. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. Was it was fine for, you know, a couple games, but, like... Yes. Cut the shit, and so and okay, shifting gears a little bit here. Yes, I think that OKC oh. is going to run into similar problems. They're too much. They're, they're the they're still the heaviest isolation ball team in the league again, which is a problem. It's a problem because you're not going to win. You're not going to win doing Carmelo that. is a problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm don't just get me start. started on Carmelo. No, we're going to talk about it because right. okay. Carmelo. I'd love to. Yeah, Carmelo is a problem. Okay. Carmelo Carmelo still thinks he's too good. Yeah. 
And he didn't age, because what we need from Carmelo is we need to see Carmelo taking dudes to the rack. Because he wants to shoot. He want, he's a shooter now. Yeah. yeah, but if you want to shoot, there needs to be a threat of you taking dudes and dunking on them. Well, he don't I, have I, hops Stop like it. That. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. He can still dunk on dudes. But if Kinda. you're not... It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you're not taking dudes to the rack, yeah. you shooting a three doesn't mean shit. Because every single shot this man takes is contested. Every single shot. Every time he has the ball, you know he's shooting it. Yeah. Which is... Fu- I'm okay yeah, with that. True. Because I know Carmelo is a great player. Absolutely. And he always will be. I mean, until the day he quits, you have to worry about what he's doing. But right now, because he's only shooting deep mid-range and three-point shots. Yeah. So everything is contested. Which, he can hit it. So that's fine. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. he I'm was okay born with, in contested yeah. shots. So I'm yes. okay with him doing what he's doing. But he could be so much better if... 30% of those shots, he was taking dudes to the rack. Mm-hmm. Because everyone knows, like, okay, I'm just going to face guard you. I'm just going to sit on you. You're going to dribble back and forth. You're going to cross over a couple times, and you're going to pull up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. I'm going to make it 50%. You're going to hit it or you're not. Yeah. Every team can live with that. Yes. But this is a, a good point that I think, uh, I think Colin Cowherd... I, I do I watch the herd a lot. That's fine, yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like Colin Cowherd, but I fuck with Colin Cowherd. That's because he says that how the fuck it is. If, he does. If they don't like Colin, they're not gonna like us. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. But also, um, now I understand he has grudges, and I don't like when he has grudges. But when it comes to a lot of most of the time, I think he's pretty uh, pretty neutral. But anyway, he was talking about Carmelo and really just the Thunder, how him and Paul George. They were never used to open shots, yeah. and so now every time they see an open shot, they're like, "Well, I'm me, and I'm open. That means I need to shoot it." Yeah. And but that doesn't always mean nah. that. But if they've their their entire lives, they've been the best player by far on yeah. their team. Okay, so it's like, why not? Why wouldn't I shoot it? And because you know Paul George over here dropping forty, it's nothing. It's nothing. But at the same time, when it's crunch time against a great team. Is is you kind of open when someone's co- you know closing out on you? Is that a better shot than you dishing it one more to another pass or another pass with someone super open? Yeah, it's like I don't know if they think about that. Also, Westbrook seems to kind of be restricting himself. He's like, well, I gotta make sure everybody Melo needs to shots. get his. Melo gotta get his. Paul gotta get, I gotta. I, I'll get mine when I can. It's like Russell. No, this is your team. This per- is your city. And Chuck touched on this perfectly. Okay. In the halftime report the other day. He was talking about, he was like, yeah, he was like, when I went to Phoenix. Yeah. He was like, there were dudes that thought that was their team. And it was until Chuck got there. <laughs> That's good. And then it was Chuck's team. Absolutely. Yeah, right. And it was. And that's how Russ needs to be. Sure, Carmelo's there. Sure, PG is there. But no, that is Russ's team. It's hard to catch that balance of telling a dude, it's my team. He doesn't need to tell them. He needs to go out there, and he needs to drop 30. When they're both open? Exactly. And then, then like, dudes are like, what's worse we're going to do? Russ will attack at the rim and slam on him. Yeah, exactly. There needs to be times (laughs) where on one wing you have Carmelo, Mm -hmm. and on the other wing you have Paul George, but the score... Is Russ just banging through the lane? Yes. And it needs to be him looking at them and be like, that's right, I got this. When I need you, you're going to knock down that shot. 
and I'm going to need you later. Yes, yes. And that's what it needs to be, and right now it's not. Because Carmelo is taking way too many shots. I've been watching them a lot. They're on TV a lot. Well, you know, uh, up to the last game, they all had the exact same total points. 201 points. Oh, on the year? Oh, total. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Russell needs to be about 50 points more than that. Yes, because right now, this is what their team is. If... If Russ is having a great game, they win. If Paul George is having a great game, if one of them is having a great game, they win. Mm-hmm. But if one of them is not, they're in trouble. Yeah. And it, it can't be like them deciding every game who, uh, who whose game is it today. Yeah, they're doing no. the big three uh, theory Stop to an extreme. It. it needs to be Russ doing what the fuck Russ... Featuring it needs to be yeah, It needs Jordan to be Russ <laughs> averaging a motherfucking triple-double. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This man... Does, yeah, but this the man, average triple-double with those two No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm okay. saying this man just came off of a year where he was averaging a triple-double. With 30. He, God with damn. 30. God Get damn. the fuck out of here. Yeah, that was insane. We will never see that if, okay, you, I know you have high hopes on LeBron doing it, but even then. Well, it won't be as impressive. We're never going to see what we just saw last no, year. You know, even with LeBron does it, it it's not that. And I have such a problem with how downplayed that was. That was so historic. You think it was downplayed? I think it was. That's all they talked about. Yeah, but when it was a debate over who was going to get MVP, get the fuck out of here. That is disrespectful to my man averaging a (laughs) triple-double. Yeah, I mean, in the first half of the season, I was team Harden. Which is fine, because at that point, yeah. But when it's like, this man just averaged a triple-double. Yeah, then I was like, you know He just what? broke the record for triple-doubles. Yeah. What do you, like, what do you want from him? Is what that turned into to me. Yeah, it was like, yeah. what does he need to do? You need this man to win the finals for you to get him, like, get well, the fuck impossible. out. Yeah, you know, you can't do that. So, and yes, he, Russell Westbrook absolutely deserved it uh, by far. And I was wrong because I, I just liked, I liked how James Harden was playing and I liked that. They both turn the ball over, but you're going to you're going to yeah. now. Nah, but it, they're averaging like seven yeah, a game. A lot. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, the pace is ramped up, of course, but you know I, I don't know, man. But yeah, when it comes to the Thunder right now, they're struggling. And in in they lost to the Kings. Look, I understand that you sometimes you it was lose a good some. game. It was a good game. Yeah, it was. But like I understand you lose some, but this is the Thunder's not that Achilles' one. heel is that they get. Up on the on bad teams, or they play down to their competition. It's like you have the talent. The Kings? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding Nobody. me? Nobody. Are you, dude? Oh my Careers god! Go there Garrett to die. Temple is in their starting lineup sometimes. Get that now. He's actually he's a baller. He's surprisingly clutch. When they need a bucket toward in the fourth quarter, in the last minute, this dude hits. He like, needs to get out of there quick if he wants a career. We can... No, 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 no. He is fit for that style. If he's on a good team, he won't play as well. That's that's a Garrett. He's a he's that type of. But dude. is that is that a career though? Do you want to be yeah. the guy for? No, but he's Garrett Temple. He'll never be a guy. He's yeah. he's a player. Okay? I like him. I'm, yeah, go yeah. Garrett Temple. Get your clutch buckets on the trash team because they'll love you there. Yeah. Okay, period. You need and that's peak. kind of the peak. Uh, yeah, when right. people love yeah, you. That's the peak. It feels good. Yeah. So, Garrett Temple, stay in Sacramento. They, they be, fuck with you. Be there. their guy. Yeah, yeah, man. Be the guy hitting the shots at the end of the game. The guy that they depend on. You know how many times dudes can't be dependent on at the end of the game? That's basically everybody in the whole fucking league, including some of the superstars. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. James Harden. You can't depend on this dude. Even Russell Westbrook. He's not really that clutch. If they win, it's because they're playing an all-around great game. When it comes down to it, 
Russell has, has very has clutch highlights for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. And that shot against the Nuggets last year to take the Nuggets yes. out of the playoff picture for fifty at the buzzer from deep from three off the inbounds, baller. That was the dopest shit ever. See, I, this is this is my prediction though for okay. end of the year. I think all of the OKC's offseason efforts were a waste. Paul George, ooh, Paul you think George he's is gonna leaving. Leave. You think he's Paul gonna George leave? is leaving. I think Carmelo. Car- you know, so you don't think they're going to make it to the conference finals? No. Okay. So what seed do you have the the Thunder ending up in? Oh, because let's see. I'm gonna because t- I'm, I'm gonna go. I need to I need to work through it. Okay. Number one. I'm gonna go Warriors. Golden State. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Houston. Okay. Yeah, they're a regular season squad. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio number three. San Antonio. L. A. Clippers over the Thunder. I think so. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna put the thunder, and then after that, I mean I don't I don't want to think about it too much because okay. it's gonna be so in the four or five. Let's say they're the fifth seed, four or five matchup. You got them beating the Clippers in probably about six or seven. Yeah. Because Clippers are a good team. Uh, they're deep actually. Yeah, I just I mean they don't have the pieces. They're a good team, but they don't have the pieces. They 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 are not. They're yeah. not clutch. Um, but anyway, well, but I don't know because it's the first year without Chris Paul, and Chris Paul is a choker. Well, uh, from what I've read about, everyone that's on the uh, the Clippers is happy about him leaving. Him, not yeah. He's a dick, man. Straight up. Because I know Austin Rivers just this week mm. uh, did an interview and he was saying there was Austin always Austin Rivers is a little sensitive dude though. I like him. I don't care. I like what he's doing for them. I love watching him in high school. Oh yeah, he was unreal. Yeah. I knew. I, I actually I knew a girl when I was in school that went to high school when I was in college oh, in really? Tennessee. She was in his class at. Oh damn! Uh, wherever in Orlando, yeah, wherever the fuck he went. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, he said that he was like there was always this weird power grab between Blake and Chris. Yes. And he was like, and no one knew who to listen to, and it always just ended in a fight. Yeah. So whether or not getting rid of him or getting rid of Blake was the right decision. Getting rid Gotta of keep Blake. Getting rid of okay, so yeah, so getting rid of one of them was the right decision. Well, and it's shot like I mean they're playing more cohesively. You can see it if you watch them. I've I've watched only, I've only seen like two or three of their games. Really seen two or three of their games this year. But you can tell that Blake there's Griffin just works better when he's the man yeah. because that's his personality. Yeah, is he a super leader? He I think no. he's slowly becoming one. Actually, I think he'll grow into it. Yeah, because he's still he's still young, man. He's, Very young. He's like twenty six, if that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, he's been lead for like seven years. I thought 2012 was, or was he 10? 10. 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been in the league for a minute. Since, yeah, so he's, he's got veteran. six years. I mean, because he did, yeah, so like six years in. He's a veteran. Yeah. So it's like, I I liked it, it. You know, before the season started, they got a bunch of new players, obviously, with the trade and the signings. Yeah. And he brought everyone in. He's like, let's all take a team trip, you know, and let's all go work out together. Blake Griffin is stepping up to be a leader. He want he wants to be that guy. He wants that pressure. He does. He does. And that's good because a lot of dudes don't. A lot of dudes they just right. want they just want to show up. They just want to do their part. He was perfect for the LA market, and I I want the yeah. Clippers to move to Seattle um, because I think, I believe Seattle deserves. I've always thought this is I've always thought the Clippers need to move to Seattle or to Las Vegas. I really want them to go to Las Vegas because I think Las Vegas needs a basketball team. No, just. That region is too heavy. Give, Seattle deserves a team. Seattle deserves. Seattle needs a team. Seattle deserves way more than Las Vegas, but I think to match the Vegas would be fun. To match the glamour that they're used yeah. to, that the Clippers are. Yeah. yeah, and like the Clippers, and you could maybe you change their name, but like, eh, 
Las Vegas Clippers, whatever, it works. Fuck it. What are Clippers anyway? It doesn't matter, okay? Yeah. It's, not, it's not like... Uh, even the Jazz... Well, I mean, the Lakers. They don't make not, sense either. Yeah. They don't make sense either. So it's like, teams will go all the time. It doesn't fucking matter. So like... But I mean, they are a staple, so it doesn't... A staple singer. But anyway... They weren't then. From the oh, beginning? Oh, no, I guess they George Mikan? Yeah, okay. They were yeah, always yeah. a staple, bro. They can't... Good enough that you can't ever change the name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, man, so... But anyway, I think Blake has always been that guy, and he has an alpha dog mentality. And he... And, like, he's a good leader just because of who he is. Not because... Mm-hmm. LeBron's a good leader because LeBron won... LeBron takes pride in being a good leader. Mm-hmm. Which, is, I mean, that's great. But Blake is a leader in the sense that, like... He doesn't really want to be a leader. He just becomes a leader. I think I, I think it's easy to follow Blake. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. More so than him just being like, "Hey, listen to me." I think yeah. that's what LeBron can do. LeBron can just be like, "Uh, like, listen here. Yes, I'm gonna be the yeah. guy that tells you how it's gonna be." Right, right. Where Blake right. is like, you don't really know. You look to Blake. Right. And so he just becomes this leader by default. Yes. And I think I think he's going to fit that role. Super well for them. Uh, yeah, and they're not going to make too much noise. He's never going to win a championship, which sucks. It does suck. But because he's going to be there his whole career. Yeah. And maybe his last year or two, he goes somewhere else for the fuck of it. But I don't think he will. I don't I, think he will either. I think he's going to be a loyal dude. And because L.A. is a very comfy spot. And I think it's easier to be loyal to the Clippers than to the Lakers. I think it's easy to be loyal to, like, little brother. Well, first of all, the Clippers have no kind of history. Blake Griffin yeah. is is their, is their flagship player yeah. of Which is all time. Dope. Which is dope. It is dope. And so, like, he's embracing that role. Saying, he gets to be little brother and be the not, shit. But he's an L.A. guy. Yeah. But it's he's his, he doesn't have to he doesn't worry about the shadow of the Lakers. Yeah. Of the Chamberlains, the Magics, you know, the Jerry Wests, the Kobe's, the Shaqs. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about any of that. What do you gotta worry about? Elton Brand? I mean that's my nigga. I yeah. fucks with Elton it's, Brand. It's, it's, like, it's a perfect spot for him. It is. And, and I love that. You know, I'm cool with that. I love Blake. But it's you know, but anyway, um But I do think Blake is is a sleeper MVP candidate. This year? Or just Yeah. Uh, but like I'm not saying he's gonna win. I'm saying he's gonna be like number five. Oh, okay, yeah, because Giannis is gonna win it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm gonna have to go with Giannis right now. Uh, I'm gonna say like Giannis, LeBron. I think LeBron. It depends on their wins. It does because I don't see them winning more than 53 games. Mm-hmm. I'm saying 53 is like max. See, because Giannis can put up 40 and lose. And that's, like, we're still going to talk about Giannis putting up 40. LeBron puts up 40 and they lose. We're going to talk about why they lost. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right And so yeah. I think that's an advantage mm-hmm. for Giannis. Because, I mean, obviously LeBron is a better player. Speaking of Giannis, let's just let, let's go back and then we'll go back to the yeah. MVP. But Eric like, Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe trade. Welcome to the Bucks. Welcome to the Bucks. First game looking comfy. Which we just watched. Yes, we did. Looking very comfortable immediately. You know why? Because he's a competitor. He's a yeah. real dude. He's got it in him. He's again. This is back to what I was saying. When you enjoy playing defense, you're not scared. You're no. not worried. And I understand. Like I keep saying, people aren't scared. It's because when you're playing with grown men, and you're playing at the professional level, and it's a competition. It's like a strength, wit. You know, like yeah. intellect. Well, when you're young. Your ego can get hurt. Absolutely, and you that that's why you're dean up is because you're like I, I I can't let this dude cross me. Right, I can't let this dude score on me. So you're protecting your ego. 
And then a couple of years in, you get broken into the league a little bit, and people you're like, love you know you. What? they're buying your jersey. Yeah, you're but like, you're like, like you know what? Right, Fuck it. Like I'm gonna play D because I want to play D. Yeah. Or but like, most of the time, people stop playing D and they yeah, start getting buckets. Exa- well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and he's one of those guys. Where like he doesn't give a fuck about his ego, Mm-mm. he knows what he can do. Eric Bledsoe's a solid dude. He's man. a solid dude, very underrated, super underrated. Phoenix, Phoenix Devin. was a bad spot having another young guard who's oh uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, when you've got a guy that who is clearly the future of a team, where do you fit it? I can understand how he would be unhappy, so I'm fine. Yeah, with yeah it's because Eric Bledsoe is in his prime, and when you're in your prime, you would like to win. Yeah, you don't want to be wasting your prime for a dude who's climbing. Yeah, it's like to obviously this is going to be his team, and it's like you're not you're you're neither on the end of your career or the beginning of it. So it's like you're neither the future or the past. Or the, yeah, you are just a in your prime. Who's you're, yeah, wasting your prime. You're wasting your prime on a shitty squad, and it's like yeah. I don't want to be here. It's like that was a bad move. That was a that was a very unprofessional. Distance. Where did he? Because I'm. Where he? Where did he come from? He was. L.A. Clippers. Is, and then that's where he was for, yeah. Yeah, he right. was there for three years and then was in Phoenix for then, four years. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's when the Clippers were bad and he got there, Chris Paul got there, and they shipped him off. Yeah. So. And then he was just forgotten about. Absolutely, because Phoenix blows dick. They're, they're trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, whatever. But I like him on the Bucks. Uh, changed his number from two to six. He came in immediately, started, and was just like, look, bro, I'm ready to go. Let's just play. He's been ready. He's, He's like, I'm ready to be a part of a team that has a chance. Yes. And it's like, do they have a chance to win the title? No. In my opinion. They're not going to the finals. Sure. But that is that is the perfect They're spot a for him. contender. And that's a perfect spot for him. Not Because he wouldn't do well on a top team. Like, put him on Boston. Put him on... Like, it doesn't fit. Put him on a bubble team. He fits. Where he's like, hey. Where when he's 31... They might go to the finals. Where it's like, hey, let's like, let's like, show these dudes. But he's like 27. He's in his prime. But Still like, some fire. 31 is going to be like towards the end of his prime. Because, you know, the athleticism might be dwindling. But, like, he's going to be that good defender. Still, he's going to be that gritty guy. He's going to get you steals. He's going to get you points, obviously. But, like, he's not afraid to pass. He's not, like, a super selfish player. He just gets his. He gonna get and his. he's playing with two of the best young players in the league. Giannis. And Brogdon. Oh, Brogdon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Jabari comes back, next stop season, it. Next season, this nigga. That's be, better. That's better. Next season, Ooh. this nigga be hurt all day. Yeah, he's literally the next. He's the new Grant Hill. He's the new Greg Oden. No, he's not. You know, he's the new Greg Oden. Greg Oden. No, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Greg Oden, man. OSU, bro. You're always, you're always <laughs> a legend, man. Yeah. But, like, Joel Embiid, sleeper Greg Oden, except Joel Embiid way more skilled. However, I, Joel Embiid might be getting injured again. Wait, what exactly is the reasoning behind the limited minutes? Is it... They're scared. They're scared of him getting injured. Is that literally what it is? I, yeah, 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 yeah. They're scared. They're so it's scared. not about him having, like, a, condi- a condition? No, he don't have his condition. He has bad luck. But eventually, I think that bad luck runs out. And I, so you're telling me they're not playing, dude. They're risking winning games. Upset. This is why he's upset. Because, it because they're sense. afraid he might get hurt. Yes. That's why he's mad. 
He's mad about it. Did you see what he was saying and shit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm good. He, I, yeah. He's been mad about it. He's like, I go out there and I give it my all. But see, when he gives it his all, he runs the floor, he tries to block shots, and a lot of times when he blocks shots, this is what I what I see when I watch him. That's why I think he's going to get injured again this year, which is why I think they should be worried. Is when he blocks shots, he's going over people, and then they undercut him. Mm-hmm. And he lands very awkwardly a lot when he plays because he gets in the air and when he lands like his legs are just free falling bro yeah and it just takes one bad move snap and it's over your season's done see but that's ah that's a that's a tough spot because like i would give him the minutes i would just like look if you're gonna get injured you're just gonna get injured bro yeah fuck it that's yeah i want to play you 32 minutes a game because you know at this point in his career is his third year Look, man, fuck it. We got nothing to lose, bro. If you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And this is the year to do it. Yes. When it's... it's we got Ben. Accepted your playoff team. We got Ben Simmons. We got J.J. Red. We don't know... He's got a one-year deal for $23 million, J.J. Red. J.J., yeah, getting paid. We don't know if he's coming back. This is all we got. They got a solid, yeah. decent team. They, they got a squad. They got Bob. They got J.J. They got, they got a nice backup point guard, T.J. McConnell. He's... Or whatever his name is. He's not bad. No. Okay. See, and I, I think it, yeah, I think it's better to to go out there and be fucking playing, yeah. and then him getting hurt and being like, well, that's that. Instead of getting a six seed, a seven seed, they might be getting that anyway, bro. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, okay, getting even the like maybe the five seed, and then like it's gonna be tough. Okay, but yeah, and but like giving him the limited minute, like you're not, like, it's not gonna cut it. Because in the playoffs, you better be playing this motherfucker. Exactly. It's yeah. not going to cut it. So you're better off just fully going in bead time than like ho- like maybe being like, he could save this game in the last five minutes. No. He's going to... Yeah. So The best scenario for him is for him to be happy. Yeah. And to be, just be having fun. Go out. Give him the opportunity. Yeah. He'll, do the, he'll make the most of it because he still has a lot to prove because he keeps getting injured. He's going to give it his all, and if he gets injured giving it his all, it is what it is. Man. And you you can't be mad at that. I'm not mad. No. I love Joel Embiid. I want nothing but success for him and the Sixers, man. I like their team. Yeah. They're fun to watch. They are. Dario Saric, a, underrated. A, yeah. Underrated. He deserves to be starting, but he's not. That's a yeah. six man. When you could just be like, I know I'm better than... Whoever the fuck they're starting at four. I don't, yeah. Who is it? Embiid? Oh, it's Bob. It's Bob Covington. Yeah. They start Bob at four. Sarge is a better overall player. In my, well, it depends. He's better on offense because he's got more skills sure. offensively. Bob is a is a catch-and-shoot guy. Yeah. Sorry, so is Sarge, but Sarge can take you off the dribble. He can yeah. take you in the post. Sarge has got skill, and he's got vision. Bob don't have that vision. I love Bob. No, Bob's, a dude, Bob's an instant offense dude. Instant offense. He's a J.R. Smith. Yes, he yes. It's less swaggy, but, but he's still I style with Bob. But yeah, man. So like, Sarge coming off the bench, like being a true dude, just being like, yeah, I play my role, nigga. We we tight. I play my role. I don't give a shit. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the Sixers right now. Yeah, they're fun to watch. They're doing man. their thing. But Markel Fultz, bummer. I gotta take he, a pee real quick. Yeah, big so. bummer. Rant on Markel because I, I I want to talk about that a little bit more. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, man. Right. But yeah, so I, I'm gonna talk about a little bit about Markel Fultz. I mean, look, he's overrated for sure by default almost. 
But it's like, look, man, you want to be a true scorer, you need to be able to make your free throws. I understand maybe that's like a broken record, but I don't care because the basketball at, at, at the fundamentals are still the same game. No matter how much the, the pace goes up, the shot attempts go up, the defense is not being played or whatever. Markel Fultz, step it up, bro. And your ankles, this dude is so herky-jerky on the court. Watch these games whenever he comes back from his injury. Watch how Markel Fultz shoots and watch how he runs. This dude is just very loose and just like kind of lets the like lets the, the the flow of the game come to him, which is you know can be good. But I just feel like he lets he just is very careless with his body. That's how you snap a leg. That's how you tear your ACL. That's how you break your ankles or tear your Achilles. It's not good, bro. You gotta tighten up your stance. I know that's something very, very ridiculous and very petty, but look at the way Russell Westbrook. The reason why he only gets hurt off of a fluke, and Patrick Beverly literally tried to hurt him. So fuck that. I mean, I would like to have Patrick Beverly on my squad because he's a he's a dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I didn't like how he injured. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Markel Fultz, bro. Watch how Russell Westbrook runs. You gotta run on your toes. Don't run on your heels. Yep. It's 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 a it's small things like that that like separate people. That will define your career, yeah. Because if you snap a leg, my nigga, they're gonna stop caring about you. They're gonna stop caring and they're just gonna leave you out to dry. They don't give a shit that they pick you number one. How many number ones they had recently? A bunch. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about you, nigga. If you don't play, if you're injured, they okay. don't give a shit. And that's why this okay, so for me, Philadelphia and Minnesota. Mm. Are two teams that are in a Cat. great position right now? Yeah, more, maybe even more so Philadelphia. They're in a better, but they're deeper. And but I feel like Philadelphia. There's a lot of dudes right now that are watching Philadelphia with one or two years left on their contract. Yeah, and they're thinking like this is a spot that I might want to end up at. When you're good in Philly, it feels nice. Because they care. The, the fans will be the like... fans will love you. They will love you. City of brotherly love, man. Absolutely. And if you're and if you're good on the sports squad... And if you're balling squad, for them... They lo- bro, they've been waiting for the this. The Eagles are good. Trust they up. need Eagles Philly are to be good. But they need, yeah, they need the Sixers to be good. And I think... I think Marco Fultz is going to get traded out of there. That's what I think. Okay. Because how, I think... How soon? Uh, maybe even this end of this year. Or Ooh, the, uh, in this offseason. That. Oh, uh, that's too soon. You think... Yeah, they got to give him more time. There's going to be dudes that are going to want to play in Philly after this year. Oh, yeah. J.J. Reddick probably re-upping. I think so, too. Yeah. And there's going to be other dudes that are like, J.J. had the right idea. And Getting that one-year deal if, for and if you have, I mean, if you Ooh, have a JJ. dude... I mean, think about it. Who are... I, just, I feel like it's it's going to be pretty easy if you have some... Uh, the right player that's like, if I want to come here. you have a good reputation. Or and, Mar- and Markel Fultz is going to be like, well, we don't need you. Because six man, Dario Saric. You are, that role's already filled. Backup point guard, TJ McConnell. That role's filled. already filled. If you're not going to be putting in serious buckets like Lou Williams, the fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah. You well, and that's are saying, a waste of space. and Because that's what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to literally just be scoring. Instant offense. Because they got Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is going to be their guy. Ben Simmons, bro. Wow. So what are they going to do if 
like a solid young point guard is like, yeah, I want to come play for you guys. Oh. Oh. What do you do? I mean, yeah, because right now, what? Their starter's Jared Bayless. Yeah, if they had a real dude at point, someone who was a point guard, not a Markel Fultz who plays point but, but just looks is a to score. Yeah. yeah. A real point guard who could score but would prefer setting niggas up, even though Ben Simmons does it a lot, but Ben Simmons is going to give you 19. Yeah. So, what if you, what, yeah. I'm talking about a dude who's going to give you 12 and 8. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. 12, 8 and a half, 12 and 9. Wow, that 9 is elite. So, what does that look like for that? Who's a good fit? That's a good question. I mean, somebody like somebody like a Ricky Rube, that would be a nice fit. But I mm-hmm. like his fit in Utah. I think it's yeah. good for him because it's low-key. And he needs low-key because expectations of Ricky Rubio, they don't match. Okay? He can't live up sure. to them. He can't live. So being in Utah, what's the expectation? Go out there and play. There's no extra. Sure. In Philly, they're harsh. Yeah. If you're Ricky Rubio in Philly, guess what? They're you're not going to do well. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Ricky Rubio, you ain't shit. Because he's soft. Yeah. He's soft. And I mean, Markel Fultz is a little soft. And then all like man, soft dudes in Philly. Yeah, Philly and soft. being soft doesn't go together. It's like nah, being nah. soft and being in Detroit. Oh, that's Those two one. things don't exist. Yeah, right. Exactly. You always got to be tough. Yeah. That's why I like the Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Detroit is nice. Detroit is better. My boy, Luke Kennard. Okay. Balled against him in high school a couple times. You did? Yeah, dude. Damn. We used to play in an open gym, like, outside of SVA. We would go, it was at, uh, at uh, Centerville. Oh, uh, like in a, Did he go to Centerville? No, he went to Fairmont. He went to Fairmont? Yeah, he's a Dayton dude. I, mean, I didn't even realize Luke Kennard, all-time that's, leading. That's, that's, that's the public school, like, high school I would have went to. Fair, no, no, maybe he wasn't Fairmont. He's absolutely out of Dayton. Okay. He's the leading scorer of all time out of Ohio. Over Diebler? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. God damn, that's major. Out of Ohio for high school. Diebler was getting buckets. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah so he's an Ohio dude. Dope. Dayton dude. Dope. And so, yeah, we played against him a couple times. And uh, He's a baller. He's, a, he's that dude. Yeah, he's that dude. But uh, Tobias Harris, that's the real yeah. reason. Andre, Andre Drummond nah, grabbing nah, board. Yeah, Stop it. Nah, nah. Stop it. Drummond. Andre Drummond is doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Underwhelming. Stop it. When you're when you're an athletic freak and you're 6'11 and you average one and a half blocks, not even. When you average less than one and a half blocks, I'm sorry. I refuse to let you talk about, about any of my UConn guys. Well, I'm about to. So Andre Drummond, do better. He's doing what he needs to do. No, he's not. And I'm fine with that. He's not protecting the rim. They're number two in the East right now. I don't give a fuck. You know what? That's going to change quickly. We'll see. Toronto is booty. Toronto has too many role players. On right now, team. it's right now it's Cleveland and Boston are going to be the one and two, and any or or I think and those Wizards. are the two best teams, and the Wizards. Yeah. And after that, it's open. It, it's open mm. season. That's sure, sure. But so the Bucks, I think the Detroit- Bucks are there. The, I want. I think the Pistons are going to grab a playoff spot. I do. No, they're absolutely going to. They're not going to. They're going to knock out first round. Boston, but. Cleveland, Wizards, Bucks, uh, Hornets, Heat, Pistons, and uh, man, who I got in the eighth spot? Man, I'm down there. You haven't said Philly yet. Oh yeah, Philly. Duh. Yeah, At eight. 
Eh, I don't Whatever. know. I yeah. don't know. But, yeah, but those yeah. are the eight teams I got. Yeah. Philly, Miami, sure, sure. Charlotte, Detroit, Cleveland, who Boston, Washington, and... Uh, the East, yeah. I, I will tell you, Orlando. I'm happy that the East, it's, it's looking better. It's looking better than we thought it was going to be. The East is, give it a, you know three years, and there's not... Even after this year, there's not going to be the talks of how much more dominant the West is in the East, I don't think. It, it still is better. Oh, for you sure. You know, don't. So I'm not trying to say the that. Star but powers on the West. I, I mean, at the end of in the off season this year, the talk of the West being a different league it's than the East. Out. It's not true. Yeah. The East has some teams. They got some squads. So the only difference is, or this is my, in my opinion, the only difference is that the West is getting better because the West is playing the West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when you're okay. po- constantly playing against the better teams. You get better. You're going to be better. Yeah. And so, but I, I think it's close. I think there's teams that would be, comp- like, I think Cleveland, I think Boston, I think Washington would be competitors. Yeah. And so I'm saying, it, like, if those teams were constantly getting play against San Antonio, Golden State, I mean, even teams like... Look like, what the Bucks were doing against the Spurs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even te- like, Portland is another example. Like, they're never a great team. They're a bubble team. But they're going to test you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not just going to roll in there and shit on... So... Yeah, that's true. And so... Uh, Unless you're the Warriors. Warriors be shitty on the Blazers. Blazers yeah, they, cannot even compete with the Warriors. Yeah. The first half is competitive. Once second half rolls around, they're just like, who are these guys with the Blazers? It's over. See, the Blazers are a team that are stuck in limbo. They are. Well, it's because you can't win with two guards scoring. Yeah, McCollum has to go. Yeah. And he needs to for his own career. You got to get rid of him, and you got to just be working through Dame and, and Nurkic. through Nurkic. Nurkic is the shit. Nurkic is the shit. Getting out of Denver is the best thing he could have done. As soon as Jokic started to blow up, Bye-bye. exit. And that is Great perfect. Move. Great move. Because he wanted to leave. Yeah. Because he was coming off the bench. Yeah, he was too good. Too good. He's got and a now, nice little jumper. He's, he's got, got everything. Post moves. He's got everything. He he wants to block people's shots. I fucks with Nurkic. I really. Do. I like him better than I like Jokic. Nah, I, I fucks with Jokic. I'm not. I, don't have, uh, I like Jokic's vision. That's what to I. To me, Denver is just one of the, Denver. Now is just the best team you can go end your career at or ruin your career for. Really? Is Denver? Really? Gary Harris is never going to be great. Okay. It's just the the team. Every, everyone on that. No one's like Moutier. Like Moutier any, is getting better. Bro. Any other team, Moutier would have been on any other team. He would have been better already. It's just maybe it is not a place. It's a team that's always decent and never awful. They're always just like there. They're blah. Yeah, they're very blah. Same way Utah is. Yeah, yeah. Utah hasn't been great since the nineties. So. Rudy Gobert is just wasting his career. Rudy Gobert made a name. Rudy Gobert is becoming a franchise player. That's what he wants. For an ass team. It feels good to be a franchise player. Maybe, but like <laughs> that's look, man, Open your eyes, man. Like yeah. that's not like you you He's also under contract. 15 not years rid of this man. 15 years ago, you could make a career out of being that guy. Allen Iverson did it. Even before that, Chuck did it. Let's not compare Rudy Gobert. I'm not. That's not, that's not what I'm yeah, saying. Okay, okay. But it was acceptable to not be winning championships. <laughs> like, you know what I'm... Now, that is all that matters. If you're not winning championships, people don't give a fuck. Steph yeah. Curry, if he wasn't winning championships, no one would give a fuck. If he was averaging 36, 
people would give a fuck. Because no one does that. Yeah, okay. But um, if Steph Curry played for any other team, no one would give a fuck. I, I, think, I think Steph Curry is a transcendent player, period. No way. Steph Curry popularized the three-point shot. Yeah. And that's it. That's it? Or did he also score 36 a game? That, I'm, no, that, that team could be just as good without Steph now. Oh, yeah, with Durant. That, yeah. Yeah, so, in the, like, before that... They However, were, They I weren't a say, dynasty until Durant got there. I'm going to disagree with that. I think Durant just hopped on a bandwagon. Um, I think they were a dynasty, period. Because, when, if you look at the stats, if you look at just the feel of the game, the Warriors go as far as Steph Curry goes. When Steph Curry has a bad game, they suck. They don't play well. He is their energizer, and that matters. It's a psychological, it's a momentum game. And if there are certain players on the team, like, obviously the Cavs, like, you can stop LeBron, but good luck doing that. But it's like, if you can contain Kyrie to 21 points, you're beating him. You know, back when he was on the Cavs. Yeah. If you can contain Steph Curry to 17 points and win, like, 12 from the line, that's what, like, the only game that the Cavs won in this past finals is when Steph Curry had, like, less than 20 points or around 20, and he got over half of them from the free throw line, but his field goal percentage was shitty. We all know Kevin Durant's going to score 30 points. He scores 30 points in his dreams, in his sleep, when he sneezes. 30 points comes out of Kevin Durant's ass when he's not looking, okay? Okay, being an X-Factor isn't a good thing. Yes, it is. I, I disagree. When, when, you're, when you're an X-Factor, but you're also a transcendent player. I don't think you get to be both of those things, though. Steph Curry is. That's why, that's why he doesn't make sense. You, you See, but I don't at, like that. You if look you're... at him and you're like, what the fuck? Why is he so important? It's because he's both. I don't like that. Like, if you're going to be so, like, that, if you're going to be. You can't, you can't always label everyone with this or that. Sometimes it's both. And Steph Curry is one of those rare players that he doesn't really make that much sense. But it just is what it is. When Steph Curry sucks, the Warriors aren't as good. They, they are weak when he sucks. Clay's going to have to score 60. I, for me, see, I just think that, like, Steph Curry could have been a number of different dudes. I agree with that. And so, to me, that's why I can't say that he's a transcendent player. When it's like, well, it, like, it could have been this guy. And, okay. and that's because in that, in, in that of, sense... A lot of players' careers would have been... Kobe Bryant would not have been Kobe Bryant if he didn't get traded on draft day. Okay, yeah. No, but aside from that, like... Even I hate I hate Draymond Green. I don't think Draymond Green's that great of a player, but I think okay. Draymond is great in in that role. In that it's like, in that and situation. I think that is like that's the team that has it for. It. And they're all benefiting from that situation. See, but I don't think there's other than Kawhi. I don't think you can put like replace what Draymond does for Golden State. I think Golden State just has these dudes that perfectly fill a role, and I don't think Steph Curry. Is a guy that perfectly fills that role. I think it could have been any. Not okay. That's that's stretching. Yeah, that's yeah. but that's not what I'm saying. Any very good point guard, okay, could have filled that spot, and I think it just happened to be Steph Curry. I I, I don't know, man. I I look at Steph Curry. I, I'm not saying like when I see Steph Curry play, I'm mad because this dude. They're all punk ass dudes, and I hate them. I really, really do. But I'm going to keep it real, man. 
Steph Curry is a great player, and he's going to make a difference no matter he's what. He's a great player because for the last four years, he's been in the absolute perfect situation. No, yes. So when you're the golden boy of your franchise, like, he can do no wrong for Think them. about it, though. Steve Nash. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that doesn't make him a great player because he's in a great situation. He, and he's a great player. I, I'm not trying to say that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. for argument's sake. But I'm just saying when you get – there's just too many dudes that I think could fill that spot. Similarly. In, in a way that I, I, I don't – So if you're saying let's, – let's replace him with Kyle Lowry. What happens? I think it's the same. I think you're getting the same – you think they're going to win 2015 championship with Kyle Lowry at point? Yeah. 2015. Yeah. No Durant. Yeah. <laughs> You're forgetting Kyle Lowry is a choker. You're forgetting that. See, now, I, even see Saturday, I think that someone like that allows for unique players because I think Clay Thompson is a very unique player. Yeah, no, he is. He would step up. I think Draymond is a very unique player. They wouldn't and have a I big think, three at that point, though, in 2015 without Steph. Maybe. Okay, but... Okay. Kyle so, Lowry is just some Yeah, so that's guy. kind of unfair in the sense of, like, they might not have been there. Yeah. I think Steph might have gotten that, helped get them to that point, but I think if you took that exact same team, same momentum, and put Kyle, like Kyle Lowry on that team, I think you're going to get very similar results because, guys, he's not a special player. What? He's... Okay, hear me. Like, he is because of the situation he's in. He's a product of his environment. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. And so I think, and that's but why I think I think Draymond is that same player on any team. I don't think so. I think he is. I think Draymond. Draymond is so yeah, let's adaptive. Say Dray, let's say Draymond got drafted by the Kings. Okay, stop. Okay, and then, that's. Let's say Draymond got drafted by the Pistons. I don't care who. Get any, see, I, I do. I think he would have made a name for himself on any team. He would make a name, but I don't think he'd be Draymond Defensive Player of the Year. On, Maybe not. on a lot of different teams. Maybe on certain teams, yeah. But it's just like a certain opportunity that he was given. Yeah. And I like, think Golden yeah. State is a perfect example. But he's great. Of, I hate him, but he's great. Golden State is... A, I hate him too. Golden State is an example of every dude perfectly filling their role. Perfectly filling their role. Yeah. And I just think, apart from Steph Curry, I, I think someone else could have perfectly filled that role. So I... I I think there's other guys that were more important to that success. Not better. I'm not saying they're better than him, but were more pivotal or pivotal to that success than Steph was. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up now, but let's end on who are you going to be your top your top five MVP candidates for this season? Okay. Let's start with number five. Oh, I don't want to order. I, uh, you want to order them? Okay. Yeah, let's okay, just okay. Or, let's, let's give our five and then we can. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go with LeBron. Okay, for sure. I'm gonna go with Giannis. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Harden. Um. Shoot, I don't know. Outside of that, because Russ, I don't think is gonna. No, nah, I don't think so either. What about Kawhi when he comes back? Probably. I, I don't know. I feel like that's... It's so hard when you haven't seen him play. But yeah, sure, Kawhi. And for fifth, shoot, I don't even know. Who else is... So I got Blake Griffin, man. I got Blake. I get... Cause, and, yeah, and that's not a crazy pick because I feel like they're... 
the number five spot for that is open to a dude that could step up. And I feel like, yeah, he's a dude that Eventually, could Eventually, the, the team ball thing that they're working on right now is going to kind of meh, meh. I think Blake is going to have to take over a few times for them to beat the elite teams. Because, you know, the Clippers, they still play the same fucking style of ball. Yeah. All right? So it's like people still have them fucking figured out. The great teams have them yeah. figured out for the most part. So I do think that Blake is going to have to put in some, some really epic performances to put them over the hump. And I do think I think he's ready. I think he's ready for that type of shit. Now I don't think he's gonna be a leading candidate, but I think he will get. He's gonna be, fifth his name's place. gonna be in there. Yeah, I think he'll get fifth place and fourth place votes. So yeah, almost because like who else? Kinda yeah. Yeah. But at the, at fifth, so who is so you have the yeah? The same I got guy. Giannis, LeBron. Okay, um, so who do you think is gonna? Win? I think Giannis will win it. Are they gonna win enough games? I don't know. And that's their. Crypt it because they, they need to perform because they're not going to give MVP to a dude that was on a mediocre team. So. And it's not going to be Kyrie because the boss is going to win a lot of games. But yeah, they're because they're be, starting yeah. off hot, and that, that's how you win a lot of games. Like not taking. So he he's off. not going to get a chance to be. Like, he's going to be considered at first, but like I don't think he's putting in the performances. Honestly, I think his consistency is going to be great, better for Boston, but hurt his MVP. His his talks, at, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I don't really have Kyrie in there unless Kyrie starts averaging what I initially yeah, thought, what we he, thought would, he was going to do. Yeah, yeah. 28 a game. But um, yeah, Giannis, yeah, so I'm going to give it to Giannis. Um, yeah, I mean, that man's playing out of his mind. He is. How long is he going to last? Probably the whole fucking probably season. Probably the whole year. Yeah, he's going to average probably about 30, it looks 33. Easy. And that's the thing. When you're yeah. seeing a lot of other guys, uh, I mean, like when you're watching Porzingis. Ooh, like, Porzingis too. Yeah. I don't. Because I, when, when you watch Porzingis... Like, he's fighting. Like, you can see him trying. And I feel like for Giannis... Well, a, he doesn't have a squad, bro. Yeah, okay. But I feel like for Giannis, it's a lot more... It, like, it just happens. He takes over. And I think I think that's going to be the difference. I think that, that because Giannis has a better team, there's not going to be that mental stress. And he'll, be a, he'll probably be a top... A, uh, upper half... Eastern Conference, you know, Porzingis will bounce out of the the talks. There's going to be talk about it. I'm sure if if he keeps this up until about midseason, he's going to start getting mentioned in MVP talks. But I think the Knicks are just all around trash. So yeah. like it's going to be yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, what's his name? Who's the uh, the junior uh, Hardaway Jr. Hardaway Jr. Yeah, they needed him to be better. They're paying him too much. Yeah, too they were hoping they they paid him for what he the potential he could have reached. And I don't think he's going to get to that well, potential. Well, they paid him because he he put up numbers in Atlanta of 19 a game. And it's yeah. like, dude, you're doing that in Atlanta at this point in, in, when they have no one else? Does they even fucking Don't matter? count him out. He's going to be important to them. Yeah, by default. Yeah. But whatever, man. All right, so we got Giannis. We got Braun. We got Kawhi whenever he comes back. As long as he doesn't miss more – as long as he doesn't miss 25 games, yeah, he'll be there. I mean, if you want to be like, oh, he's not even playing yet. But for 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 award consideration, you play fifty eight games. That's the that's yeah. the minimum. So as long as he doesn't miss twenty five games, he's good. And I don't think he will miss I don't that think much. So, either. so now that I think that's hurting his his winning stock. I, before the season started, I was like Kawhi for MVP. Kawhi's get, yeah. It's his time. But, but because anyway, yeah, Giannis just had a chance to then, jump ahead, and now yeah. Giannis is eating. So Kawhi's yeah. gonna be playing catch up. Yeah, Giannis, Bron, Kawhi, Blake Griffin, and you said someone else. Two, I believe. 
Because you had a fifth spot, and I said Blake, but you had four already. Who was your other dude? I didn't say. You said Blake, and then uh, we, yeah, we went. Oh, okay. I thought that was your. Okay. I think I think the five spot. Uh, I think Porzingis will get. Oh, you said in Harden. There. You said Harden. Harden. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. don't think Harden's gonna get No, considered? I do. Oh. I forgot oh, about oh, him. That's okay. why I was asking. Harden. Harden. Yeah. yeah, I'll put Harden above Kawhi. So I think so too. Giannis, Braun, Harden, Kawhi, and then Blake Griffin. Because Harden's impressive in the fact that he's done nothing differently. Dude, he's, he's just so consistently. Yeah, you can't fucking say shit dudes about that. He's like he's still yeah. out here getting a bunch of assists, getting a bunch of points, but balling out. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, man. It's been a good, yeah. it's been a good time, man. It's been a good, good. Role. So yeah, this is uh, that's where we stop with our our basketball predictions and. Uh, We'll see you next time. Until next time, until we've got some other shit to talk about. Hell yeah.